Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. And with me today, I have Dylan, Ariat, Nick, and the return of the Maverick on his birthday. Welcome home, Michael. Hi, guys. How are y'all? <laughs> Welcome back. We missed Welcome you. Welcome back. We missed you. What's Happy this? birthday. This is so good. I'm having such a good day. I'm a little three sheets to the wind right now, so this is going to be fun. <laughs> so this I is have, a regular was it, day. Two weeks ago, that Nick had an edible right in the middle of the podcast. Grandpa, 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 grandpa. Down, <laughs> I hate to have to light your ass up on my birthday now. Uh, happy so, birthday, nigga. Because <laughs> I, I have some loaded in the chamber, just waiting for that ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had the, the edible before the uh, podcast. It just kicked in like mitten. <laughs> <laughs> You can always tell because that was when you had like the major fit of the giggles and I, of course, joined right along with you with the giggles. That was so fun. Well, I was talking and then I lost everything. That glaucoma weed hits different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ain't shit. <laughs> and never Still, will you miss him and you know it. Now, before I step into my throne, do y'all mind if I talk my shit for a minute? Go right ahead. You know, I may be degreeing and everything, but I'm still a nigga from the 205. So <laughs> I got to talk about shit before I step back onto my throne. First things first. What's up, y'all? It's Michael the Maverick, a.k.a. the home record hot boy, a.k.a. young 205 ready to knock a nigga out his motherfucking slides. Now, I have to see so many DMs from our dishers, and I just want to say thank you guys so, so, so much for understanding my medical leave wink wink <laughs> and <laughs> allow me to take a month off i heard you i heard you i heard you and like that lady oprah says i heard you and i decided to come on back i miss my co-host so much ariette tony and dylan and even you grandpa <laughs> so without further ado i'm going to step onto my throne Tony, you did amazing, darling, but Papa's home. I happily hand over the reins. It's your show, and we're just here. Well, I'm going to hand it right back to you, because guess what time it is? <laughs> it's time for the Salem Spectator Special Report, sponsored by Jennifer Rose, Horton Devereaux, Katie McLean's version. All right. We got an interesting piece of news this week that was absolutely not anywhere on my bingo card, but... Days is getting a holiday movie to stream ex uh, exclusively on Peacock. It hits December 16th. It is called, I think, Days of Our Lives, A Very Salem Christmas. It stars Chandler Massey as Will Horton as he is writing a movie with a Christmas Eve deadline. And he gets inspired by various friends and family. And the other confirmed people to be participating are Eileen Davidson, who was on hand for the announcement of this movie, as well as Carson Boatman and Lindsay Arnold. Now, here is my only issue. How do we feel about Eileen Davidson being tapped for a third time to play a role that is technically already recast? Hmm. Okay, first off, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know I'm not watching that movie because it gives me very much Hallmark vibes and I don't do Hallmark. I'm sorry, y'all, but I don't. Also, the, I feel a little way about it mainly because 
it really puts Stacy in a terrible position because if she speaks out about it, she's gonna look ungrateful and looking down on a legend. And it's like, she kind of should feel a way about it. I mean, you had her on for A Nightmare on Salem Street, and now you have her on for an hourglass for Christmas. What's going on? What's up? <laughs> do, do you want her back? And you just can't have her, so you're using me as a replacement? What's going on? Because like, I, I understood it for Beyond Salem with the Real Housewives synergy. It made complete sense. I understood why they're using Eileen for this part of the possession story to give us the flashbacks. Also makes complete sense. This is the first time they've used Eileen and I just went, huh, this seems like an odd choice. And I'll admit, like the people who were crying disrespect to Stacy, I think I even gave them my watching it wrong a couple weeks back. I didn't understand it. I thought they were completely insane and just couldn't see the forest, the trees. But I'm kind of starting to see it now because at this point, it's starting to feel a little weird. Yeah, like I, okay, I love cheesy Netflix and Hallmark Christmas movies. So this is my jam and I'm really excited about it. I love Eileen. I love what she brings to these characters and I love anytime that we get to see her. And I am like, I'm pretty sure that when they negotiated her appearance in Beyond Salem, getting her back for the possession and getting her back for this was probably part of that package. And I, and, you know, like you said, I understood the Beyond Salem appearance because with Lisa Renna there, they got to give that wink and nod to the Real Housewives franchise, which is under the NBC umbrella. And it's a hugely popular mainstream show, but it just made sense there. It hasn't and, been the same since LBP left. Sorry, <laughs> just had to put it out there. I understood the possession because it opens the door to enable them to use flashbacks because Kristen was a major part of that story. Mm -hmm. But with this, assuming Stacy isn't part of the movie at all, it, it makes me feel a way because I'm a fan of Stacy as well. And at this point, it, it's not a special appearance by Eileen anymore. It's just an appearance because we've had, this is going to be the third <laughs> one in a relatively short amount of time. I'm just I'm saying. Sorry. Third one in as, in as many months. Like, it, you know, at this point, she got a special guest star. Right? Like at this point, she's, at this point, she, it, it, I'm just saying. So it's it's feeling a bit like they're telling Stacy that, you know, you're good enough for the main show, but these special things that might get outside eyes on them and mainstream press on them, oh, we're not going to use you for that. So not it, saying we don't want her back. Yeah, no, no, she, not at all. Because when she calls back, it's like when Burt Reynolds came to the Golden <laughs> Girls. Eileen Davidson, like... <laughs> You know, it's just the simple fact of you have someone. Yeah, it feels a little dismissive and disrespectful. It really does. And it would be completely different if if, if Stacy was not currently airing. Right. But she is. And that's what makes it feel weird. Like if Kristen was still on the run somewhere in Europe living her best life and we just got to see Eileen. Understandable. Okay, completely understandable and fine. This just feels weird. Now, the only thing that'll possibly save it is if they have Stacy in the movie as well and they do a wink wink nudge nudge kind of tale of two Kristen's type of thing like or have her as as susan, susan. or mm -hmm. sister, i think you know i just i 
you know, like Michael said, it just, it puts her in a uncomfortable position. Because what can she say? She can't say anything. Exactly. Because I know I would feel the way. Her and the fact that she wasn't even told about Beyond Salem, that she had to read about Eileen's appearance and had to call the producers and be like, um, am I still employed? Lies. You're lying. No. Oh, ooh. Yeah, I would feel That's the way. Wild. And you can't say shit because, again, that look like you're coming for Eileen Davidson. And so that's beauty. Like, I, I, I want them to be respectful of Stacy and the fact that I hope that she was at least told about this. Like, I hope that she was at least told about the movie. And uh, that's I don't hope. know. Because they brought <laughs> Jamie Lynn Bauer in for her death and then tell her shit about it. Yeah, I know, which uh, is not a good... I, I do not understand why Albert Alar is still employed. I'm just going to name names and shame the devil. I do not care. I do not understand why this man still has a job because she he's very disrespectful. She over her cane because she had knee surgery and just whooped his ass. Because they're so disrespectful to me. I'm sorry. And this is even a lower fan in me talking. This is just actor etiquette. You should tell yeah, somebody if you're bringing them in just to kill them off. It, and it was disrespect. They didn't even tell um, Judy that Adrian was dying. She found out because people had heard. And then she went to the producers to confirm. And Chandler and Freddie didn't even know that they were leaving until they read it in the script. And then and Freddie went to took a producer. She took her ass to, to the young and the restless. And I love Justin and Brian, but she should have took her ass to the young and the restless after that. That's who? I don't know. We'll find <laughs> some shit. They bring I a just, chance back. That means you can bring in the damn body back. Yeah, I just. I... Like this is just making me feel, and I feel very, very weird, and I don't like feeling this way. Maybe she could be that. So, so I'm hoping that there's more info to come in the coming weeks before the movie drops that will tell us that Stacy's involved in the movie, or will better explain what Eileen is doing there. Because based on the information that we have now. This just feels like a personal preference choice and it feels very disrespectful. Maybe she's the ghost of Christmas past. Okay, and they can kind of do, and then maybe do Stacy as like Christmas present or something. Like if, if there's a way to involve them both, I'd feel a hell of a lot better about this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, the, no shade to Eileen. She's a legend. She, we love Beauty. <laughs> right, this isn't, this isn't just, a slam against her at all. Yeah, it's the way the show's handling it's just weird yeah and eileen i love you but baby shit or get off the pot because if you want to do something at least part-time let us know i'm sure ron can find a way to incorporate both you and stacy but these guest appearances like dylan said is going to wear thin eventually to where it's not even a guest appearance anymore you're you're a series regular at this point so yeah. Y'all ready to move on? Yep. Unless, Arya, do you have anything to say on the movie? I don't think you said anything. Um, no, like, I feel like you guys have basically said everything I've been thinking myself. Because at this point, um, I'm excited about the movie itself. I cannot wait. I love that we have another spinoff type of thing. Um, and yeah that's about it about the movie i do feel like um, they sh it's a bit disrespectful towards stacy and you guys have basically covered everything that i needed that i wanted to say 
So yeah, I don't have anything else to add. All this, but I couldn't get Cam and Shane back. <laughs> I do wonder who we're gonna see. Because obviously Cam and not, Shane. I feel like it's gonna be related to like um if Patsy don't want it. I have a wish for Castle, y'all. Who? Yeah. Julia <laughs> Barr. Ooh. Oh. Okay. I like that. I see it actually. If we get Brooke English in Salem, Lord help me. <laughs> uh, also, that's something that's changed, y'all. We done stopped the Brooke English slander. That's the baddest bitch in history. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on to the weekly recap, folks. Are y'all ready? Yes. Let's go. Story number one, Xander and Aunt Maggie catch up. And we find out that Sarah has been texting Maggie, allegedly. <laughs> and Xander tells Maggie he loves Miss Bounce Chip. She's less than thrilled, but agrees to give her a chance and talk to Jack, provided she doesn't hurt anyone else. I love the fact that Maggie did not even care to try to pronounce her name. Like, she was like, how the hell do I pronounce how do you her, say name? her name? <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. I, I do like that they've maintained the connection between Maggie and Xander. It's cute. Yeah. And I also I like the like... fact that they address the fact that... Um, they address a lot of things with Sarah's story in this one episode, which happened to be Jamie Giddens' um, premiere episode as a breakdown writer, so congrats to him. Um, they address a lot of loose ends with this Sarah story, like whether or not she's been texting Maggie, which she has been, and also the fact that Rex has taken a Doctors Without Borders job, which is why he hasn't been in communication with his family so that nobody knows that they broke up. Oh. I didn't. I missed that part, but I like that Maggie just remembered all the terrible shit that Gwen did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I may not have been here, but I heard all the shit she did. Right. I think I'm. Are you the only I'm gonna forgive that bitch after what she did to Abigail, the girl I helped fucking raise, and then what she did to Law? You think that's gonna help? Like he, she was done with it from the very job. Yeah, I think I'm the only one who's not feeling the dynamic between Xander and Maggie. I think it's weird. It's the first time I've enjoyed it in a long time. That I can agree with because the scene itself was fine, but I I don't know. I don't get. I don't get this relationship. Uh, No, it's. It's, I get it. It's, I mean, he helped save her life. Well, he bonded, I, I they bonded over yeah, the fact that, her, that they, his mother and her and she were both recover, both alcoholics. Well, I his mother just didn't survive it. Here's, I think here's it's also the, the fact that they both had to basically practically raise themselves because, again, Xander's father was neglectful. His mother was an alcoholic who died. And then you have Maggie's parents who basically died when she was young and she was a paraplegic at the point, at that point. So they, they both know what it's like to basically have to raise themselves. So I, that's what I like about them. But I can understand where people will be annoyed. And here's my issue when face. people say, well, Xander saved her life. Yeah, but why was she suicidal in the first place? Because of what Xander believes she did. Yeah. That brings up something that I wasn't here for. 
what they was talking about maggie uh got ordained as a minister while in prison we didn't really? see that that was something we were told but, about we didn't but, know but about here's it the, until she here, said here's it. the thing here's the thing was she doing that before or after she was planning to kill herself yeah that, <laughs> like, that, like that, that's weird to me but, she wasn't in jail sorry, I had to bring she's, she's I had only to bring in jail for like three months i had to bring that up though because it was just weird to me it was like the whole time we're thinking Maggie is suicidal and she's off getting her minister's license. Like, like how long I, does it even take? Half hour. Take long. You, you can go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, being that. that's being generous if your Wi Fi slows seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just saying it should have been before. Like, since it, yeah. it doesn't take a long time. It could be could have been before or after. Maybe she did it hoping she could officiate some jailhouse weddings and it would bring her some joy. And well, I guess it really didn't work. It's no telling. Like I've been kind of hot and cold on Sandy and Maggie's relationship, but I I liked these scenes and I like the fact that they reminded us that it's not just about Sarah because he also absolutely yeah. adores Maggie. That's going to be a whole nother layer to this to his anger when the truth comes out because we know the truth is going to eventually because not only did you hurt him you kept maggie away from her daughter and like i said last week once again now maggie's going to go to bat for gwen with jack jack is probably going to extend yet another olive branch and here she is again going to be hurting his family yep and like Uh, it it brings me joy Like, I like that they gave Maggie's perfectly valid, perfectly in-character reasons not to be riding with Gwen. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't love, she doesn't love Xander enough to fully forgive what Gwen did, which, thank you, because that's the Maggie Horton Kiriakis that I know and love. Yeah, and if Gwen's not pregnant by the time Sarah comes back, then what's the point of her keeping this secret? I have some other pregnancy theories that should be out there, but we'll get to that later. Do y'all want to move on? Yeah, let's go. Sure. Uh, Gwen, meanwhile, gets acquainted with Christian, who tells her what she did to Sarah. And Christian tells Gwen, if you don't help me, I'll tell Xander you will lose her. This is dumb. This is dumb. It's not dumb. dumb. No, let me tell you why it's down to me. Gwen, you literally just lost someone because your omission of the truth. Don't you think you would actually, it, they're trying to go with this good girl trying to change her way. She's at her rock bottom, blah, 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 blah storyline. She would tell Xander and then bring the angst of having Sarah crazy ass back. Because I don't think that's what they're going for anymore. That's not I what thought they're that's going what they for. were, but it's not. They're I think go- they're just, they're- Gwen, they're p- playing when as a self-destructive person she is she will ruin every good thing she has before someone else can and the fact is xander is the only thing she has if they did not implode the abigail secret before she found out about sarah she would have absolutely told the truth because yeah she may lose xander but at least she'll have jack she only has xander now xander is her lifeline xander is her rock and she knows because he even said it last week that this he is the she is the best thing to ever happen to him since sarah he didn't say it but he heavily implied it i I haven't bought that by the way like xander and gwen fully 
Okay, well, that I, may be where part of your disconnect is coming from then, because because I I haven't bought that they're in love. I I bought that there's feelings there. But but she's in love been, with him. I haven't he, found anything to find this love connection that they're both in love with each other. I'm with you. I on just that. feel like now his her feelings are outweighing his feelings, but there's feelings there. But for her, because if like we Xander all know, the, if Xander knows the truth, he's gonna up and dip and leave her. Hence, and, why and she's lying. Yeah. Exactly, and that's because why she's, she's lying because she, she knows, knows she's gonna that. lose her lifeline if she says anything. Which Thing is, is why it, this is not dumb, and why this is the perfect leverage for Kristen to use. And even if even if she's wrong, she's shooting herself in the foot. This is what Gwen does. She will mess up her life. She is her father's daughter. She is yeah. 100%. <laughs> she messes up her life for often for no reason. Like there's no reason for her not to tell Xander. Xander would probably love her more for at least telling him. And he would think is he would also feel obligated to her yep. if if she told him the truth. The fact that she's not he's she's not going to have a leg to stand on. How much he's going to be like how much do you really love me if you couldn't even be honest with me? And that's been their thing from from the beginning. Like they have been the only person that they could just be their ugliest, most honest selves with. Yep. And she's about to blow that up. I love that for me. <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm the I'm just worried about the conclusion. If they have her like give give her baby make her hell on wheels if they don't do that then she can go they don't need to give her a baby like they literally just attempted to give her a baby with chad they're not going to repeat the same story but less than a year later it's ron um one and two <laughs> i think if it my thing is what are they doing with gwen once sarah comes back like is she going to be woe is me i love you more or is she going to be a stone cold bitch well, we bitch. saw what she was like with Gabby competing with Jake. I'm assuming that's going to be... I don't know if she can compete, though, because we all know that Sarah's going to come back crazier than a fish with titties. So is Sarah going to be the crazy one? Is And the one that's she causing trouble? She had a full dose of I know, drugs. I'm saying, but I don't... I know that, but are, is that the route they're going to take Sarah? She's going to be crazy. At this point, I think Xander and Gwen does need Sarah. I've always thought they needed Sarah. I, I think I just prefer the Sarah, the Gwen Xander dynamic to the last version of Sarah and Xander that we had because uh, I agree there. I, I don't, I don't shit Xander and Gwen, but I feel like Xander works more with a character like Gwen. But yes. I, well, she already has a biological handicap because of her daddy. So, yeah. She's going to be crazy. And I just, you know, I, I do think that, that Sarah is needed, but I think Sarah is going to come back pissed as hell at Xander for not trying to find her. Because let's be honest, Xander has the most experience with Kristen in a mask. If he thought that, that Sarah was acting strange, a mask should have been his first question. And the fact that it wasn't, and he never even went to like really look that deep into it, she, on top of the drugs that she has in her head, like she's going to be pissed as all hell. And I kind of don't blame her. 
I don't know how they would explain that because if he was suspicious, he would have pulled the mask off and then Sarah would have grew two times bigger than her size. So... (laughs) (laughs) But even even if it's... Like, even if after she was gone, he started trying to look into it, he never... He just accepted it, which was always something that seemed weird to me because Xander has the most... Like, has the most experience with Kristen and these masks because he's seen her wear multiple masks. I mean, he she was literally wearing a cape mask right before she wore the Sarah mask to his face. Like a week before the wedding, she was running around as cape. Don't remind us of that. Yeah, this is... Hope we never do that again, please. That was God. a bad time. Burn the mask. It, it, it was, but I'm just saying, a mask honestly should have been his first clue. He already knew Kristen was in town, so the fact that he never put it together was a giant miss for me. It just kind of shows how abrupt that exit was. Yeah, that that was that was shitty, but it was a long time coming because, again, days is a show where you, if you have villains, you have to cycle them out every six months because after a while, if it gets to that year point, we all are sick and damn tired, (laughs) but. Let's move on, shall we? EJ comes to see Nicole and he surprises her with ice cream. Things get hot and heavy and she pops the brake. In a shocking turn of events, she admits to having sex with Rafe on the table. And EJ is shockingly cool with it. I did not see this coming at all. In fact, yeah. we had just discussed in last week's podcast that, I heard we, th- it. that we thought EJ was going to be pissed off when he found out about it because it was rape the and we fact didn't that think he, she was actually going to tell him no i had, listen i did not have that anywhere on my bingo card at all like nowhere like I, this the way they're writing them right now i could probably like if they're going to be this mature about shit mm-hmm. i could potentially mm-hmm. see, <laughs> it's potential i'm not saying i could i could potentially see a future mm-hmm. for them potentially I mean, mm. I'm better no, than I'm Rafe 100% and Nicole. there and seeing it. I'm 100% like, there because the, the old Nicole would have been very insecure, very, very worried about possibly losing EJ because of something she did. She just straight up said it, and I, I like the fact that she owned that. Like, yeah, I hooked up with Rafe. He, I loved his reaction. I loved his reaction to it. <laughs> He's like, next time you think you see somebody who's go, like c- come back from the dead to terrorize you, please call me. <laughs> like I'm enjoying them this go round. Yeah, and it's same. weird. Like, I and Dan have it. really good chemistry. This they is do. what we differ. Well, chemistry is subjective. <laughs> no, I'm not saying they don't have any chemistry. I just don't damn like it. <laughs> well, I think that's your Eric Holt stand glasses, but which makes complete no, sense. I think it's more like I, I, I get it. I like I'm enjoying them. This is not my preferred pairing for her, but given what the givens are on the canvas uh, i'll rock with it for now. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic world, about it i'm cautiously Same. optimistic about it J- just bring back eric because it, this week with nicole was taking me to a very 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 dark place a place so dark where i was thinking about returning a character who i loathe so i will so, so burn <laughs> don't you dare <laughs> Who? You better not say his name. <laughs> you know his name. You better not. I will. I will knock everything over in here. <laughs> but Michael, would you 
rather have Rafe and Nicole. No, and, and that's where the dark okay. place came in. Return okay, but here's, to here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Daniel is dead and staying dead, so that's not changing because Sean Christian is busy doing other things, so Thank that's not God. happening. Eric is not well, going Eric, to be man. here for a long term because the show has no investment in him. As stupid as that is, that is unfortunately where we are. So if your choices are EJ or Rafe, which are you picking? I have to vote for the lesser evil. Let's say EJ. Okay. <laughs> but don't you dare speak <laughs> Satan's name. <laughs> we do not want Daniel Jonas back on this show. Ever. I said it was a dark place. Do you think I like what, being there? What is interesting? Okay. I- to, to be fair, though, like, do y'all just not see any chemistry with Nicole and Ray? Nicole and who? Or is it the story? I actually like, don't I hate like Nicole and Ray. It's yeah, the story. I feel, I feel like if they'd gotten a better story, we wouldn't feel this way. I'm just it's not a big story. It's the story, and the Rafe story is making us... Um, for me, it's both they like to me the love of his life was Jordan and that's it no I love his life was Sammy it wasn't good Sammy (laughs) Rafe and Nicole don't generate any type of chemistry to me their love scene was so gross to me so it's both the storyline and the chemistry it's not there okay with the chemistry I just think the writers are playing it the wrong way like they're not the sexy forbidden couple they mm-hmm. never can be that's yeah, just yeah. not that's not them eric and nicole were that ej and nicole could be that but rafe and nicole aren't that and they can never be that they're they're so far from that it's in- honestly this is going to sound like a strange comparison but rafe and nicole if written correctly could almost be what Rafe and Hope should have been. Because remember, because I, I was kind of like enjoying Rafe and Hope before the whole like covering up for Stephanie's murder they, thing. I but, enjoyed them before they became involved. But like <laughs> they, they were they were friends and you could see that friendship blossoming into something. And and Rafe had valid reasons for not wanting to act on those feelings because Hope was grieving for Bo and everything that had just happened. So it made sense for him to not act on those feelings. The same thing is kind of happening now, only there is zero reason that these two are not acting on their feelings other than the fact that they're permanently in high school for no apparent reason. Yeah, they're 50 and they're acting like 16-year-olds. It's weird. That's that's my issue with the story. I don't have a problem with their chemistry. I actually like their chemistry. But the way they're playing it out is just stupid. Yeah, and the Duke the and the Duke the Bear thing was terrible. Yeah. Like that never should have been a thing. Oh, all of, it's just been. I, I feel like they kind of doomed them before it even started. With they did. Bring back Eric. Got angry with. I, I mean, disagree with that statement, but they actually world, going to give I would him lie, a story. In a perfect world, I would love it if we have a had a EJ Nicole and Eric triangle. Yep, that would be a great. That would be very great if EJ became their Stefano. But let's move on, Shabby. Rafe and Ava talk, and they get back together. Now I'm going to say this one thing and move on and mute myself because all of these people are pushing 
50, especially Ray, if he's five years away from being asked, do you have an AARP discount, sir? So my one thing is, would you like something to eat? And I am done. Y'all have yeah, at it. Like, this, I, this part is literally only one sentence because they popped up halfway through Monday's episode. I, I don't honestly, remember like, these scenes. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, my thing is, like, just look at the contrast between EJ and Nicole and Ava and Rafe. And it highlights exactly where our issues with this story is. EJ and Nicole acted like grown-ups yep. who laid their cards on the table like like the uh, grown-ass adults that they are. Meanwhile, Rafe was over there playing in Ava's face like he's some 20-year-old cast member on Fuckboy Island. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. You are doesn't. a grown man. And I'm like, if look, if Galen is that close with Ken... wait for Ava to destroy him. Right, Can he fight right. for his character, dude? Like, protect yourself. This is terrible. <laughs> just... And, like, he's golfing buddies with Ken Corday. You can think he would at least whisper, like, hey, can you get me a better story? Because this is not it. Give like, him some notes. Shit. Like, <laughs> this is terrible. And, like, there's no defending his behavior. None. From the beginning, there's been no defending his behavior. Like, do he... it, it's fun. like relationships don't work out that that doesn't make you the bad guy you fall for someone else and even that doesn't necessarily make you the bad guy but the way gaslighting does playing with her emotions and just because he's like, literally making her see like making her think that she's crazy for seeing something that isn't there what it 100 percent is like and and the re and it, it just it plays so kind of slimy given that we know if Nicole had been with it, he would He'd not be, be with Ava. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's the only reason he's still with Ava. And that's the because thing, like, Nicole. if you don't want Ava, break up with her. Like, I, I don't care. Y'all don't have kids. Y'all aren't married. That's your like, house. Like, <laughs> is, this, is this sex that good that he just doesn't want to? No, the sex no, ain't good. It's, it's the food. Be... It's the food. The food is good. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. She can cook. That's all he wants. He's, he wants a home cooked well, meal. He's got it. I mean, he's got his sister for that. He don't need Ava for that. I don't I think don't Gabby can it. cook. <laughs> we are too grown for this. This is so childish. Yeah, like you can play. Uh, you can play people of a certain age like adults and still give the mess. It still works. Because the fact that EJ now knows about Rafe and Nicole has made this story 10,000 times messier. Yeah. Especially <laughs> knowing we still have EJ Ava scenes coming up. I can't imagine why they meet. I don't know why they meet either. I, thanks to one of Eric, uh, Eric Marstoff's cameos, we know that they have scenes coming up because they were called to set and the scene should be coming up soon. You think but he tells Ava? see i don't know that he would implode his relationship with nicole like that unless he can sense that nicole doesn't really want to be with him so he's just going to burn the earth i'm very intrigued that's for damn sure because i had thought maybe ej was going to be her lawyer but she got out of the charges so i'm definitely intrigued more so now that um he knows yeah, because I, I like you, I was shocked when she told him. Yeah. And I was shocked he didn't blow a gasket. Because, I mean, I think at this point, when it comes to Rafe specifically, I think EJ knows 
this ain't even a fair fight. Like <laughs> the person he has, he would likely have to worry about would be Lucas. <laughs> but I don't think he knows Rafe is, ain't got shit on him. That's the sad part. But like Rafe is Rafe. He's there. He's there to raise somebody else's kid if necessary, but he's not. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but Rafe, um, this show's Uncle Mac. Mac is worth a damn. Let's not right, do that. Let's <laughs> do that. They, both, they both shoot him blank. <laughs> <laughs> like, they need to do something with Rafe that's better. I told you, but y'all keep saying no. He needs a child. He needs a child. Would you make Gabby his child? No. No. (laughs) Please, God, no. No. Because I don't don't like Gabby enough for this. (laughs) No. Give him a new child from his past. He was in the FBI, similar to the way Eli was in the FBI. Give him a a kid. that yeah he should have had david but give him a child that's grown and that's just a mess like his sister like sammy like give him somebody like that to deal with constantly give her a, a scheming mom and have they at really it gonna make him roman <laughs> I, they could. i really wish they did not did they wait was it here that they brought in mackenzie westmore somebody crazy on yeah days? they brought her in she was on here that's good or am I getting her confused with her All My Children character? That's what I was just about to say. Actually. Yeah, because she, she was never on days. They could bring her in. Hell, I don't I don't have a problem. That would actually be fun. But <laughs> give him something else to do besides be a placeholder in someone's life. Because he does they don't I don't think they've found the right pairing for Rafe yet. Yeah. They just haven't. Jordan was the closest. They killed the one good character. Yeah. Yeah. The one that had long-term potential, they screwed it up. Big ass sigh. Oh, well, let's move on. (laughs) My devil stops by to see Sin and give them a baby gun. My devil puts her hand on Sierra's stomach and swears she can feel the baby kick when Noah's is too early. My devil leaves to get ready for A's wedding before they can open their gift. Leo comes by to apologize for how he reacted to her pregnancy. He congratulates them and hugs Sierra and leaves. Once alone, they open the gift and it's a necklace to protect the baby. And it lights up as soon as she wears it. Okay, this is usually my mute portion. So I'm just going to say this since I didn't get to celebrate it. That lady finna be a grand. And y'all know who that lady is. I've been gone for a month. I ain't been gone that long. That lady finna be a grand. And that brings me so much joy. I hope this baby is a girl. Just so when that lady comes back, we can have a teenage girl running up to her. Oh, grand. Claire and did call is, her grand. That's the funny thing. But she just never acknowledged her. But Hope never liked her. So that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't do it for me. So when this baby becomes a teenager, we're going to have her come up to that lady because we ain't trying to get sued and have her call her grand. And that's the only good thing I have to say about this. So only you got it. All right. Well, I will say I enjoyed the Theo um, coming by to give him, to apologize. I didn't think I would, honestly. Um, but I liked that it was for the way he reacted. And this was just kind of a way to just sort of move on past everything that happened over the summer and if they never interact again after this i'm good like they closed the chapter moved on i'm good the mar devil stuff was hilarious to me because it would like 
Ben and Sierra were so awkward. They did not know exactly how to react because they knew something wasn't quite right, but it wasn't weird enough for them to be like, this is not okay. But you could definitely tell that something was off. And then when she put the necklace on and it lit up, I legit screamed because I wasn't expecting that. So now I think that that necklace is going to start making Sierra act differently. Or at least when it when it's lit up, she's going to start acting differently. So I'm intrigued to see where it all goes. Um, I didn't have a problem with the Theo scenes because when the spoiler came out after the episode of him reacting to the baby news i'm like oh it's probably about that so i was cool with that i like the fact that it was because it reiterated that dio never always wanted sierra to be happy he always wanted what was best for her and whatever makes her happy is cool with him so i liked those scenes that's all i have to say okay let's move on shall we okay it's the morning of the wedding and pauline and abe are having breakfast together her allergies start acting up and she blasts Marlena's cat, Susan, which leaves Abe very confused. This was hilarious. <laughs> I took it as signs, like, universe is trying to tell her, yeah. do not go through with this wedding. <laughs> do also, not. the fact that they were having breakfast in the morning of the wedding. Yeah. Like, you already they, knew the wedding was doomed because the bride and groom are not supposed to see each other the morning of the wedding. Yeah, they yeah. didn't play into any of the rules. You already had the devil roaming around town. And you just <laughs> casually having breakfast with your future groom. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah. It, was, it was doomed. They told us, heavy-handed, it was very doomed from the yeah. beginning. But the fact that Abe also immediately clocked that this, the cat was named after Susan Banks and he found it weird... <laughs> Like, I love that Abe possessed the brain in Salem this week. I loved that so much. I kept waiting for her to mention uh, something about the buck teeth week. on the cat, though. I, I didn't see those teeth. Were we supposed to see it? Or like no, I don't I don't think they showed us. They just had um Paulina mention it and describe it. But I don't think they actually showed them. Showed what? The teeth. The teeth. Ah. No, they did they didn't show the teeth. She just yeah, you're right. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was nothing much to say on this portion. It it didn't pick up till later on the next like few days. Yeah. So are you ready to move on? Go ahead. Well, yeah, you'll, you'll love this next part. <laughs> I want to freeform this one. Y'all, Kate came down stairs at the pub in her gold emperor's new clothes set suit, and she told Roman, let's get it on. Let's get it popping. We dating now. What did she say? She said, let's get it on. No, what was the word? <laughs> that chowder. <laughs> oh, Somebody been listening to us. I like that. I, I, know, I know she said it. I was mad that she said it because I immediately thought of Michael. <laughs> <laughs> An icon. Michael's going to have a good way I fell out. Somebody been listening, and I love that. Like when Tony I, Braxton, a living legend. Anyways, oh, that was. Oh, yeah. uh, we won, y'all. We get the Katie Roman. Oh, they still got it. <laughs> Roman maybe he was well, Roman maybe pushing her. eighty, but he still <laughs> know how to talk that motherfucking talk. <laughs> yeah, he honestly, down. he's got the most. He's got the most game with Kate than he's ever had. Cause like, 
It's because he, it's because he knows. He knows, Kate. He it's because he knows. He knows all he got to do is say something, and she starts getting wet in her panties. That's, that's <laughs> no, no. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. She do it so effortlessly. Because <laughs> she even said, "Like you smile at me, and it's a little naughty." And I was like, "All right, get it." And then, like, they kiss, and usually, like, when people get to a certain age, and like we start seeing like kissing and love scenes, I'm like not for it. Scale. But them, I was like, yes, give me Stop more. <laughs> but when they were kissing, I was like, take her upstairs, Roman. Take her upstairs. They had shit to do. <laughs> it was barely any guests at the wedding now. We couldn't exclude them, too. I'm just saying, y'all know Roman used to work Kate out for the sake of just wearing her out and I, I, I'm ready for that to return because Kate deserves um, I, I'm very excited to see how this play out give us more than one day a week please please do not turn them into Justin and Barney the thing is they use the pub so often they could always be there like this, there's opportunities to use them all the time especially because yeah. their families are always coming in there talking shit and eating food so it's easy <laughs> I'm just I glad honestly we got think we're gonna food. get more of them. I'm just so happy we get them at all. I, yeah, I really like the way they used Kate and Roman this week. Me too. Like this time last year, she was with Jake. This is such an upgrade. God, it is not talk about that. And then the November sweeps last year, and compared oh. to oh, boo. <laughs> I like. That. I'm just it's saying, look at the upgrade. But yes, it was very fun. I, I, we won. That's all really I can say. It finally gave me something. I finally got a nice thing. Please don't fuck up. Oh, Michael, somewhere in the middle of this outline, because I f- kind of forgot to put it on there, slide it in wherever you think it's necessary. We should probably mention the Steve and Kayla stuff and like we have that, to. And that Mar Devil sent him on a wild goose chase. Yeah, we, we do. We have to. Damn. Yes, we do. Oh, I guess I'll try to remember. But um, Kate and Roman, where do y'all want to see them go? This is their twilight year, so we can't do the same like things that we would have done in two thousand three and four. Like, where do you see their story going? I want them happy, married, and cussing their kids out whenever, whenever they do something stupid. (laughs) You want this to be their this is it era? Yes, Yes. this is it. This is what you get. (laughs) We got ours. This is it. We good. We'll need no more. Okay. They don't need. I'm, they don't need to do no more breaking up to make up. They don't need to do no more cheating. They don't need nothing not else. Age, so yeah, they don't need. Let their kids and grandkids do it. Yeah. Hell, their kids are pushing us. fifty. Kate is a great grandmother. Like <laughs> so is and Roman's a great grandfather. Like, <laughs> okay, now see, now see, see, I see. I'm going to give them a pass on that one. They can't help that everybody in their family be laying it low and spreading it wide. When <laughs> no, that ain't, their, that ain't their fault. But after a certain age, just sit the fuck down. We don't yeah. need to, them to do anything else. But I love the way they use them as support for everybody else. You can give them yeah. a good heartfelt story. You can get make one of them sick if you want to. Don't Have kill them. Have bring her cancer back. Yeah, you could do that or have her get, get her, give her a cancer scare. Do that, but you don't need all Ooh, that, that extra shit. See? <laughs> like, yeah. 
we're we're good we're good we like them bring for them it needs to be them as a united front yeah yes because this is the this is the only time that i've liked kate in the last two years do not take this away from me do not make me go back to disliking her and look for some people it was longer it was a decade plus because they have a lot of people haven't liked her since she married stefano are you referring to yourself? I didn't like her. No, I liked her and Stefano. <laughs> I, I just didn't realize everybody else hated her with Stefano. <laughs> it's just like... But I also didn't know the history between her and Stefano when I started watching, so that's why. <laughs> yeah, and Mary, marrying your pimp was, all, was always a weird choice. <laughs> but, uh, like, we've, we've been through some things with Kate. Like, yeah. Yeah. We, we have earned like a happily ever if, if we have earned this happily ever after we have and honestly we've been I mean, down bad for a minute relationship wise and roman but, has yeah, too granted it's been yeah. messes of his own making because i no longer feel pity for him when it comes to marlena but like they've and roman and kate never got a chance to be happy he was no, they killed on her on their wedding day and then he comes back <laughs> But there's the whole I slept with Marlena while we were held captive thing on now, top see, of the I fact- like that. And the pregnancy. I like and then, yeah, I like that too. And then they brought in Alex Moore. And uh-huh. then there was the whole, yeah, we, we we don't discuss that. The pregnancy that baby they, should have lived. Stand the man. No. no, no. Good God. How old so was Marlena when that happened? Fifties <laughs> or something. 50s. We did not need an end. We did not need an end of life baby. She already has seventeen kids. No, <laughs> I, I just would have enjoyed. We did not need the amusement. We absolutely and Marlena raised. I, I just would have liked to watch John and Marlena raise a child together <laughs> for once. Because let's be honest, we didn't really get to see them raise Brady and Belle the way we should have. Because by the time they got back from their honeymoon. Girl was fucking fifteen, <laughs> and you hate little children. Pick a lane, sir. You either hate little kids or you want to see them be raised. Which is it? No, 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 no. Hold on. I don't hate children. We have discussed this while I was away because y'all know I will fight for Adam Chandler Jr. He hates Abigail and Chad's children. Now I, I don't know because other than 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 uh, Junior is the exception to the rule. Junior you have to like the couple. Uh, other than Junior and Violet on GH, you uh, you, you, you you like you that don't MJ. fuck with them kids. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh wait, wait. Also, Leo. He's been very protective of Leo. From GH? Yeah. Yes, I, I don't fuck with how they're doing Leo on that. I like um BLQ too. And um I, I like the key. You like her until they give her back to Maxie. They give the child back to Maxie. I'm throwing her away like Maxie Man. <laughs> Don't do that. That's so wrong. Don't say that. <laughs> well, it's true. And y'all know I love Felicia, but she was she was a terrible ass man. Felicia catching streets. <laughs> no, that one was aimed for her. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, speaking of children, people have been saying that they want to see Kate with more of her children. Don't you bring Austin Reed back on my fucking screen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with seeing her with Lucas and Philip. Lucas and, and Philip are nice. I'm, I'm good, good with Billy. 
But what about Cassie? No. Why? No. Why? No. Yo, no. no. So, I don't. I did not. I did not watch. What's the issue with Cassie? Her existence. <laughs> well, yeah. Rex, Rex, we're dealing with Rex too. We tolerate Rex. Rex. We, is, we don't deal with Rex. We don't like Rex. We tolerate. No, uh, speak for yourself, sir. Exactly. I like, I like Eric Winters, Rex. So I like Rex perfectly fine. Rex wasn't trying to be a stalker. Like leave Cassie, Cassie alone too, just, too, okay? Because she Cassie was, I mean, was a borderline stalker. Of Cassie Sean, was a was whole ass mess. And I but it was. It's been it. ten plus years. Yeah. Like, well, she could have changed. <laughs> No, I'm good, I'm good with her staying up in the attic. She can stay in the attic. Oh, okay, so Matt Billy. kill Cassie yeah. and give her a kid. They like, only just... killed her once. <laughs> Y'all don't want her back on I'm, the show. I'm so surprised okay. from that. So, that your okay? Billy is technically employed on The Bold and the Beautiful now. So do you want it to be Lisa Renna? No. Mm, <laughs> be I real, I, I do not want Lisa Renna on the show. <laughs> I can't it, take her. It was up to me. I would have her back as Krista Allen. But that's but not it's not up to you because Krista Allen's already employed. She's playing Dr. Taylor Hayes. Fuck her, but I want to fuck her. It's true. <laughs> oh. I didn't expect you to say it like that. <laughs> Why not? He says everything else like that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I would not mind them bringing back Billy and possibly Rex. I'll bring Austin back. The well, thing Rex is, is definitely I, coming back. I want time. Austin for one special episode. Sammy no. and all of her ex husbands in the Horton mm-hmm. Town Square. No. Mm-mm. Mute his what? mic. Mute his <laughs> mic. No. Because he wasn't in them trenches like me, Dylan, and Tony are. Oh. He don't understand. He don't no, get it. No, he really don't understand. He ain't, even, he ain't gonna talk. He could just be there. Even no, the mere presence of him being there. Just no. Just no. I'm going to get that episode on air one day. You no, can write the no, fanfic and no. we will read it. And, I... and, and if he comes back, I hope while all that is going on, Carrie is in the Salem Inn making her bad fly with Mike again. That's oh, it. And that's all. We ain't never going to see Mike again, unfortunately. Why? This, I'm not going to say it, but do you see what they did to his parents? <laughs> They're not. They don't care about that man. They're not that bringing a, him a back. Low blow. That was a low blow. That was low and dirty. It was. It was low for what so they were low for what they did. I, I just don't they shouldn't have did how it. People who can turn something so fun into something <laughs> so low. <laughs> the I show mean, was low for what they did. Can we get like, into the story? You ruined it, Nick. <laughs> I'm going to take another month off now. You're not taking another month off. Uh, wow. <laughs> Next story. Eli goes to see Julie to escort her to the wedding. She doesn't want to go because she misses Doug, and he promises to take her to Bayview after the Julie decides she doesn't want to wait, and she tells, ask Belle to sue Marlena so she can see Doug. Belle agrees, and she's very rigid out by her mom's behavior, especially after finding the cross at the camp. That's not the penthouse, Tony. That is the <laughs> La Quinta. <laughs> Whatever. I meant to write townhouse, but I was doing this half asleep before I went to breakfast this morning, so shush. <laughs> I liked, I really did like the Eli Julie scenes. It they just, were so sweet. It felt like a 
grandkid coming to see his grandmother just to check on her. Yep. I, I like how they've been playing up Eli's porn site. I do wish they were at the Thanksgiving dinner, but I yeah. really like these scenes. Well, they're playing up his relationship with Julian Doug. They yeah. don't really play him with anyone else that's a Horton. They should, because they are all apparently. Sean, Sean is right. Her and, yeah, her and like, him and Abigail would be different. But there was one scene. Because you, Sorry, you know. Abigail used him for a means to an end to keep well, no, Gabby away from her I wouldn't even say that, but like when he was first revealed to be a Horton, God help us, Jen Heifer Rose. And Abigail were the first ones, you know, to take him into the fold and teach him family history and invite him to things. So you think him and Abigail. Actually, yeah, it was that Hope way. and Jennifer. <laughs> Hope and Jennifer. Yeah. I told you, Abigail yeah. used Eli yeah. to... Abigail Hope used he... Eli to get, like, she to, wanted... To keep Gabby away from Chad. Yeah. That's Hope and who? That's what she said. Oh, I got a new cousin. Here, Gabby. Uh, wait, no, 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 no. She no, did no. it! Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I may have been gone for a month, but we can call her by her name. Hope and who? That's, that's your name for her. That's your name for her. I'm not. That is not my Jennifer Rose. Okay, Melissa that Reeves is Jennifer Rose, Rose. But that was the Jennifer that was on screen at that time. Well, Pissy Reeves and, and Hope. And Hope Brady, welcome to him into the family. Abigail saw him as an opportunity to keep her husband away from Gabby. <laughs> can't believe y'all blaspheming on this Sunday. I, I did like the Eli Julie scenes. Um, yeah. There was one scene when it hurt. He when she, I like when she when he gave her the when she gave him the um the key bracelet, the bracelet key to the yeah. city for uh Paulina. She was like, let her know this is to be borrowed and, and bring it back. <laughs> there was one moment he was like he had a pouty face and I was like, oh my god, it is so adorable. Oh, uh, I well, she wasn't well, coming. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm really liking the key angle of that because eventually. Paulina is going to have to return that to Julie. And I really feel like Julie is going to be a good listening ear for Paulina because yeah. maybe not forget, Julie gave up a child yep. for the exact same reason. Maybe not because of the abusive situation. It's just she couldn't take care of David. She time. was just hoeing. She was hoeing. <laughs> That's why she had to give up David. <laughs> I don't think she will see reason why Abe was dragged into it, but that is more on Tamara. Yeah, because like what what's her name? Paulina said Paulina said it this week. Like she just she was surprised when they even included him in it. But um yeah, I I could see Julie having sympathy for Paulina and understanding why she did what she did. I have really just enjoyed how they've played Julie lately. Her and Maggie, like keep them like this. Yeah, something this, definitely has changed like, in the way they write the Elder Hortons, and it works. Yeah, it works so well. I th- these are this is this is Aunt Julie. This is Aunt Maggie. These are the characters that we love. It doesn't work when they're sorry. It doesn't work when they're hypocritical Hortons, but the way they well, the Hortons are always. I mean, they are hypocrit- when they channel Alice and they. Because that's because yeah. I've been getting Alice vibes from both of them recently, yeah. and it's going to sound weird to say, but honestly, Doug being removed from Julie the way he was removed from Julie has humbled her a lot. Has has her really exactly sympathetic. has softened her. I don't know if humbled is the right word, but it's definitely softened her. <laughs> yeah, it's softened <laughs> her. It dressed her down. Mm. But um, 
I'm looking forward to this lawsuit. Like, like, with my devil like when she Tony, said, I like, want you to sue your mother, and Belle just kind of looked at her like, um. Julie's what? a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Listen, she's grateful she didn't go to Justin. Julie wants to win. (laughs) And she's going to win. Spoilers say she's going to win. It's really Belle's going to help her? Yeah. Belle agreed to help her. (gasps) She said, oh, you you hit me where I heard I'm going to hit you even lower. Wednesday? And she said, yeah, I'm going to take the case. Because even she can say, look, my mom's been acting weird between everything that happened with with the cat and everything. And then when then when they found the, the cross or crucifix or whatever the hell it was in the townhouse, she's like, okay, yeah, something's definitely not yeah, right. I think that's one though. of the main reasons why she took it because she that's... sees it herself that Marlena, that, that, that there's something wrong. So I like this angle of the story for Belle. It's going to be messy. Yeah, it's going to be messy. to get her man back. <laughs> yeah, and, and Belle's gonna win because Belle gets Julie power of attorney and Bayview releases Doug back home and they have Thanksgiving at the Horton house in the Horton di- dining room that we have not seen since Susan Flannery was Laura since 1971 oh. damn oh. Okay. since La Forest was Laura okay. <laughs> I have to translate Michael sometimes <laughs> They're really bringing back the Horton live a dining room. Yeah, yeah, it's in the promo. Oh wow! That's kind of why I wish we had more Hortons there, like Ilani, Lucas, Chabby. Yeah, when you know, Doug says there. you're the devil, they're standing in the dining room when he says it. Yeah, that's nice because we don't really need you, to see the living room. It's anymore. in the promo. Yeah, and Susan even said it in in the Soap Opera Digest article. She's like, I was standing in a set I haven't been in in years, and it it felt really good. That's nice. I think was her exact quote in Soap Opera Digest. It's going to be interesting to see those scenes. I'm excited. Let's move on, shall we? (laughs) Lonnie and Theo have some nice sibling bonding time before helping Pauline and Abe get ready. Theo update Abe's cane so he can look stylish before the wedding. And Lonnie helps Pauline to get ready and wants to know why she told Chanel that asking her to be maid of honor was an impulse. She said it was to protect her feelings. Okay, now when I saw Abe's cane, <laughs> I thought he was going to walk down the aisle to my bitch will choose in love or never fuck without a rub. That pimped out cane was so nice. I'm telling you, it was Terrence Mayfield playing in the background. All he needed was a gold tooth, and they would have said that wedding night. (laughs) When when he walked to the um, living room, and they was like, Dad, this ain't going to work. He was like, what's wrong? He was like, this is a new suit. He was like, I'm talking about that ugly ass (laughs) cake. Like, yo, Theo. I just love that was a Theo. black people moment. Yeah. Yeah. I love this moment. He says it like it is. He, he was I love the, the little family moments we got before the wedding. That's kind of like I tried to segment it because I wanted to give us time to talk about them. Yeah, those were so well, nice. The Lonnie, the Lonnie Theo conversation before he went to see Ben and Sierra was really nice. The Abe Theo conversation, even like the Lonnie Paulina stuff, like they just keep playing the beats and like 
you get these nice dynamics and it's just, it was so just kind of fun and heartwarming, but also twisted the knife because you knew the storm was looming. And I really, I really like how Lonnie's investigative skills were, was kicking in again. Cause when she asked Paulina, she was like, hmm, something isn't right about this. Like, why did you like <laughs> yeah, she she knows something's off. Yeah, and she knows Paulina's holding back. And, and, and y'all know how I feel about Lana sometimes, but I was really enjoying her putting the pieces together. So she was sitting there like, if six of y'all went out, <laughs> then four of y'all is really cheap because only two of y'all had dinner. I found your credit card receipts. Now. <laughs> She brought out the calculator. Now, Johnny had two apples. These scenes really made me understand that Theo, he just fits in Salem. He, He needs to be here, but I'm going to be specific. He needs to be in town and written appropriately. Not because used when as a prop. Appropriately, he shines but, as proven this week. But I will say, along with him, Sal Stowers is doing the acne of yep. her career to me. Because again, I'm zeroing in on these like questioning scenes she had with Paulina. It was very light, but in the background tone, you could hear busted two down clock in the morning. Where you been? <laughs> like. It, <laughs> Yeah, everybody like, keeps catching Paulina like, in a line. It, it's, whole, it's holes in your story. It's something that, that you said you were shopping at one point, but now you're talking about <laughs> you went dancing. Like, I, I you love which you one. for bringing like, this song back. <laughs> <laughs> but I play that song every night. Baby, <laughs> which one? <laughs> but uh, anyways, she, she and Paulina just sent the baby i left my two-way i was with my girlfriends and linus like he's alive but like, <laughs> well, no for real like i really enjoyed those scenes and it really culminated up to the point of the wedding falling apart yeah. Every, like y'all said earlier all the signs are pointing to this wedding going to shit no. in a handbag <laughs> i mean we called it months ago when we saw that set pick from Deidre's anniversary which the wardrobe that Sal was in the dress she was wearing in that pick Paulina was wearing the that outfit getting ready for her wedding just like we said like everything we said months and months ago has finally come to pass yeah everything we've been able to predict a lot of I'm not saying the story was predictable in that sense but we've been right about so many things as but- the but like the thing is when it comes to certain some things being predictable if it's done well it's yeah. great it can still yeah. work even, even knowing how this it's was like going to play out was coming no, was i was yeah. thinking more like we were able to guess things right but this the way this story has played out like it's only so many stories you can tell in daytime it's just how you tell it and yeah. If you pay attention exactly. to detail and lean into character and history. It's, it works every time. It's been it's like working. they've paid attention to the details in this story and it's working. They've also managed to f- fill some 
holes that were before with Lonnie's history, that's working. Because I'm getting, this week gave me even a more better sense of who Lonnie is, and I will get to that when we get to that yeah, part. Yeah, we we'll get there because we're still a couple spots away. Yeah. But like this storyline has been done so well. And we have guessed things and some have come true. Like I I, I just love this storyline and how they managed to play a lot of beats. Yeah, the Tamara thing needs to be addressed and she needs to show up. Yeah. But aside of that, the storyline is the best storyline on the show, in my opinion. Um I, have we talked about um the Chanel Lonnie part. We're moving to that. It's next. coming. It's coming up next. And well, Paulina. Yes. We'll yeah, move on to next. that. We'll okay. move on to that next. But I have one more thing to say before we move on. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Anyways. <laughs> Let's move on. Shall we? I'm going to freeform this because I don't feel like reading. Basically, Chanel is pissed as hell and she doesn't want to go to the wedding. She told Johnny that. She didn't realize that she wanted to go to the wedding until she talked to Marlena. And when she got there, she's madder than hell. Uh, You missed something very, very important. (laughs) I'm going to read this if you don't want to because you can't... Oh, 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 yeah. She finds out that Lonnie is Paulina's daughter, therefore making Lonnie her sister. Yeah, let me... Yeah, no. Yeah, you can't skip over the catalyst to what brings everything forward. Well, if you had done this outline like you did the GH show outline, maybe I could read it all. That damn outline was so short. (laughs) It's a grease, period. (laughs) Okay, but go ahead, read the outline. Okay. Okay. Read it, bro. Chanel tells Johnny she doesn't want to go to the wedding. She feels hurt because she feels her mother favors Lonnie over her. Johnny is there to support her. Mar Devil overhears this and takes the opportunity to tell Chanel that Lonnie is her sister. She convinced Chanel to go to the wedding. As Chanel arrives, you can see her rage bubbling under the surface. And now we can properly discuss this story. Paulina is a terrible mother. True. Yeah. But. Can we also give a huge (laughs) shout out to Raven Bowens though, because she did so much with a look on her face. Can we give a shout out to that dress? Oh, that dress was amazing. Because she was wearing she was wearing the hell out of that dress. And we saw that Olivia on Instagram too. I'm surprised Olivia didn't put on a lap scarf for her. Like, no. you, I wait for that. Ain't you cold, baby? No, 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 no. Mama would have told her that dress was too short for church. No. Yes, she would have. No, they would have put out the whole white cloth for her because now it won't. She was showing ass and titties. Ass and titties. <laughs> Shake that. Like, she was. <laughs> she, she showed out in that church, but she had the first one. But, but Raven, Raven did really, really well. Wedding you dress. Could, yeah. You could see. Whole out. <laughs> Raven was oh, sorry. Raven was outstanding this week. Wow, I loved the moment. Like the moment you saw you, you we saw Marlena telling her, um, Marlena, uh, Marlena, Paulina is Lonnie's mother, or my, yeah, Mar Devil told her. Um, let me do that over. in the outside of the square. <laughs> this over. Sorry, guys. Um, 
Yeah, Raven is outstanding. The moment, like, when Mardevil told um, Chanel that Paulina is Lonnie's mother, you could see it in her whole face. Like, she was taking that in. And she has done such amazing work this week. Hashtag build a sweet bit set. <laughs> yes. They do, need, they do need to build a set. Because if I see Chanel outside... But Chanel wasn't like working. Like she was smoking. off work at this point. They were just sitting outside. I will... Oh, no, because she was handing out samples. <laughs> but by the time she was talking to Marlena, she was done working. Even still. Like that, even Stop. if the Sweet Bit set existed, that wasn't going to happen on the Sweet Bit set. Like, I'm, that I'm, needed I'm to... tired of her being outside looking like... I get it, but for the purposes of... Newport. For the purposes of this story, it needed to happen in an open set where Mardevil could overhear. I mean... If they had a set, Mardevil could have walked into the um, bakery because she saw her grandson there. <laughs> like they could, they could use a set. It didn't bother me, but I do agree with that. Um, I just like the fact that when Mardevil told her, everything started to click for Chanel yeah. in a way that didn't click for her before. Like she, oh, this is why. Like this bringing is why it, she's bringing it all the way back to, yeah. to like. The the twin the the college fund for the twins. Yep. The fact that she was cut off. The fact that she never even saw Paulina for months before she even came to town. But the thing is, I don't. I think it was longer than months. I think it sounds like years. It sounds like years. It sounds yeah. like maybe Chanel went away to college and that was it. And Paulina went about her life. Chanel went about hers, and Paulina never checked in. They only heard from each other when funds were being transacted. That's it. Maybe. Like, yeah. Maybe that. So, if that because Paulina had to cut her off like she she probably was just running around the world spending money and Paulina just was just okay with it and then she got to Salem and saw Lonnie was like this is some bullshit I'm cutting her which off which is terrible which is terrible yeah it's terrible. it's terrible and it's bringing it's starting to make Chanel more of a well-rounded character because we get why she's been acting out and it all goes back to Paulina and yeah. everything yeah yeah she wants her mother's love which she never felt like she got she yeah really one thing that i hadn't got her money a minor issue with on i would say either tuesday or wednesday's episode is that um i feel like they should have after having watched all of this they should have played chanel feeling like an outsider more well, honestly, they've been showing that because well, they've been they've showing been that, that but one. not enough. Uh, not as much. She hasn't honest, vocalized the it last enough. time Chanel has been in nope. a family setting. If we have family gatherings with that family, it's A, Paulina, Lonnie, Eli, and possibly I think they the sour flat, uh, flower sack children. Like, there's no Chanel whatsoever. Yeah, but I think I think all it means that she wants Chanel to vocalize that she feels like an outsider. Yeah, I feel like they they've been focusing okay. way more on on her with the whole quads story. We have and, a bakery. Yeah, <laughs> we have a bakery. <laughs> um, <but> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we have a bakery. <laughs> uh, no, but oh, listen, uh, what I was trying to say is that they've been playing way too much. Or barely playing it at all, if we're gonna be honest, but still. Um, they've been playing her more in that story 
up until like I would say October sometime. And they haven't really built, they haven't shown it as much as I wanted to, like Chanel feeling some type of way about Lonnie um, and all of this, as much as I wanted to. It's been there, obviously, but they should have played it out more of her, of her feeling like an outsider. Uh, because I don't know which day it was this week, but her anger kind of felt misguided a bit. I felt like it should have been way more directed towards Paulina, or it should have been played up way more before the truth came out. But, I, but see, I don't think she was angry that, at Lonnie. It, it kind of came is, across it can, that way. It did, I do agree with Arya in that sense. When she was going on about everything, it did come off like she was resented Lonnie. Because the instead week of her prior, mother. she wasn't angry with Lonnie. And now she is. So that's why I'm saying they should have played her beats, the beats for her earlier. But that anger didn't even really last because by the time we got to the actual I know it wedding, didn't she last, wasn't angry at Lonnie. I'm just pointing that out because it's those scenes we're talking about. Um, I felt like they should have built that up. I wonder if that was not of- supposed to be what was transpired and it just kind of got lost in translation because they never really circled back to that because even... And we'll get to the, we'll get to the wedding in a minute, but like she didn't come off angry at Lonnie at all. I feel like she was just. I mean, she she did come off angry. She was uh, the jealousy. Jealousy, I completely understand because this all all comes back to ties back to Paulina. It felt like she was angry at Lonnie as well, and I was like, ah. Eh. It felt really angry at Lonnie. I think it was just the situation. I think she was just angry in general and everybody was catching strays. I I guess, but that's the one thing they should have built more in this story. It's a really if minor thing. If they were thing. intending her to be angry at her, they probably would have, but I'm not sure that they were because if they were, I feel like that anger would have been consistent even in how she told the truth and it wasn't. Her anger yeah, was... I, I, yeah, I don't think that was the intent. Um, I do think it did come off like that a little bit. What I did really like finally was that we got to see chanel venting to johnny the yeah. relationship yes. stopped i, like the re- yeah. I love those scenes it stopped being one-sided and i think that had that had it not been one-sided for so long had they gone have gone back and forth venting about their frustrations about their family to each other we probably would have gotten uh chanel oh, voicing yeah. her opinion, yeah. voicing her opinion about oh i feel like i'm an outsider in my own family but for so long they were just focusing on that damn movie now i get why michael hated it before he left <laughs> because that's all they were talking about they never brought he never Thank asked for- about her family he he never this is the first time I'm like okay i can kind of get behind this if this is going to be a two-way street i'm cool with it yeah. but it took a long time i would just like to point out I be saying shit a month in advance, <laughs> and then a month later, y'all be coming back yelling. Well, Michael, you was right. I, I remember, be, yeah, I remember that. I you may were right. be a smoking ass lush, but I be right. <laughs> no, but because that, because of the reason that it's been one sided, we didn't get the focus for yeah. now there, we and we didn't get the build up toward this. But like, especially I said, especially when it was needed, because it was needed yeah. for the story. Yes, but it's a, ma- a very minor thing in this story to me. But I just wanted to point that out. That one little thing catch me off guard. 
I was like, what? Wait a minute. Why? Okay. I understood why she was upset completely. Like I understood where she was coming from, uh, coming from, but just that uh, anger, I felt like, oh, okay. I felt a bit mis misguided, but it works for the story. So. Okay, guys, let's go ahead and start with the next segment. Before the wedding, Marlena slash Mardevil is introduced to Olivia, who can tell something is not right with her and makes her displeasure known. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> I love this uh -oh. woman. <laughs> Let me go ahead and say this. Let me go ahead and say this. Y'all give old people too much credit. <laughs> because had it been me, I would have looked at Olivia and said, hey, you want me to push that wig a few inches back? <laughs> like, if we feel in the prior, we can jump off the church, church grounds. I'm, but that's uh, not what Marlena would do, which is why the devil didn't do that. Y'all be giving old folks too much. Ooh, oh, she oh, up double up Stella for me. Uh, Olivia, when Olivia said back in my day, we got married by a preacher man. <laughs> Emphasis on man. I was like, yo. And I would have said, and back in your day, they just invented the real. So, well, Nick, is that how you feel? I know y'all around the same age. So, <laughs> what? I'm so sick of your ass. <laughs> Hope your phone died next, damn it. <laughs> y'all wanted me back. I'm just saying. Oh, goodness. I think. Thing is, I don't. I wasn't sure if Olivia actually remembered Marlena, or if I got the sense that she didn't really like her when she first met when she met her back when Tamara and Marlena were in college. Well, that that makes sense. You sure you in a room with that white girl? <laughs> well, not only that, Marlena is very progressive, and we can see that Big Mama is not. Yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. See, I was wondering when they would interact and what was going to be said, but she didn't. She didn't care for her too much immediately. At all. The moment you saw it in her face, the moment she, well, this is Marlena. He was like, "Oh, I remember you. It's been a long time." But yeah. <laughs> like, she, Marla Gibbs is amazing. She again does so much with a look, yeah, or an inflection of a word, like. <laughs> I never thought Preacher Man would sound like a fuck you, but it did. <laughs> yes, that is some old school Southern Black church there. Women she sounded like she's not preach. She sounded like my oh, yeah, grandmother. And, and, and again, I my grandfather told me, actually. And what is your man? And what is your man? <laughs> yeah, buddy. We all got one. We all got that one, Annie. That's my, that was my that was my grandfather in spades. I remember because he when he found out that my aunt was gonna go into ministry, he did not like it, especially because he was a minister himself. Yeah, he wasn't a fan. Uh, that is my aunt Queen. She is very quick to tell you and shade you when you're wearing pants and when you're <laughs> That's, that's why I thought. That's why I thought she was gonna have something to say about Chanel's dress. She absolutely would have. She'd have had the little cloth to put over her. Yeah, cover cover yourself up, baby. You're sitting on the front row. Yep. 
This is the house of the Lord, not the club. <laughs> but had no problem lying for all of me. Here you go. <laughs> Think and they, they never do. <laughs> Touche. Well, you've gotten the old bat out the way. Listen. Oh, she'll be coming back up again later. Well, we got the old bitty out the way. Let's move on to the next one. As the wedding begins, oh, wait, wrong segment. Also, before the wedding, what happened with Steve and Kayla again? Oh, yes. They were discussing John's disappearance and why Kayla couldn't be at the wedding. I swear she's the only doctor in that fucking hospital. But, she is. <laughs> but Steve gets more and more suspicious because the John, he was doing his calculating too. If six of y'all went out, <laughs> And four of y'all is really cheap. Because John ain't told me he had a mission. I didn't found his credit card receipts. Now, Steve said, now, <laughs> Steve said the math said, ain't mathing. And he, when he said he was like, he said, there's something going on in this dancery. And I'm going to talk to Marlena at the wedding. And Kayla thought that he, she was. He was gonna like stand up and object mid ceremony just to ask about John. He would know he ain't got no chill. But, yeah, yeah but I said that Marlena, sounds like some tacky shit he'd do. And, and he's like, no, I, I would never do that to, to Abe. But I Mar- am going to make sure I talk to Marlena. But oh, Mardevil nipped that in the bud real quick because she sent him a text and sent him on a wild goose chase after John to get him out of the way. Between Eli and Steve, Mardevil is going to take somebody out for getting in her business and getting in her mm-hmm. way. And Susan, too. <laughs> Jesus. She's too much fun turning Susan into a cat. <laughs> They're going to join Susan. She's going to have a whole litter. I will lose my mind. <laughs> if I see three cats and Steve and, and Eli have this. <laughs> Well, if you do realize that if the kid she does turn Steve into a cat and that cat is missing an eye, that is the cat is wearing a patch. Y'all are mean. What I'm just saying, but my my big thing that I would have liked to see is them to incorporate Paul into this. They did mention Paul, but they did. But I would like to see Paul look for his father. Yeah, we're gonna have be to be absolutely more to... Christopher Sean's been staying booked and busy. Where's the dude who plays Brad on GH? Coming back to GH. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> we don't have. Well, Miss, no, he's been Shin Junior for too long. Never mind. Well, they don't show him enough. Ain't nobody gonna remember. Doesn't he have a brother? In real life, that somebody was fan casting as Paul not too long ago. Don't bring him back if he's not going to be with Will, though. So, yeah. Yeah. And I actually like Will and Sunny 2.0 with Zach in the walls. So, I don't actually think I would be on board with a Will and Paul 2.0. Well, I'm I'm a firm believer. I am a firm believer that the worst thing Will or never did was get his fucking memory back. Oh, we could bring him back. Good. Okay, y'all, we could bring him back and put him with Leo, and that way I get my John and his, Ooh, his John I, I, I'd be good with that. I'd be 100% okay with that. Same. 
Well, let's move on because we're not even talking about Steve or Kayla anymore. <laughs> I mean, he, he's gonna get he he. I guess this is what gets Kayla caught up in whatever gets her caught up in that gets her hurt. Him not minding his business. Yep. Well, on to the next segment. As the wedding begins, Chanel is debating on what to do. With the final push from our devil, that was an amazing ass scene. Paulina yeah. tries to deny it, but Olivia won't let her lie in the house of God, and she confirms that Lonnie is Paulina's daughter. Abe and Lonnie are stunned, and Abe leaves, and Paulina follows him. And Eli takes Lonnie somewhere to talk during all this, and Chanel and Theo have a very lusty argument. My devil <laughs> is watching all of this with glee. <laughs> These scenes, these oh, scenes, were these so scenes. good. Wow. When see, do we it even was, start? See, let me tell you, it wasn't even doing it for me until they showed Theo in the background crying. And that's when it really fucking hit me that this shit has hit the fan. Oh, it, like he looked so broken. Abe looked so broken. Lonnie looked confused and she looked like she wanted to whoop somebody's ass. Right? Paulina Be- ain't shit because she was trying to throw her daughter under the bus. And the is, yeah. Paulina is Olivia's daughter. Paulina, <laughs> Paulina threw Chanel under the bus and Olivia threw Paulina under the bus. So she is thing, mother's daughter. When Chanel first said it, Lonnie was like, she got a little she got a little bit of bass in her voice. She was like, nah, that ain't true. Let's relax. Stop saying shit like this. And then Paulina tried to... <laughs> Paulina was like, get- she's lying. I was like, oh, damn, that's fucked up. How you gonna do that? <laughs> yeah. But but you know something? It was very interesting to me, and I noticed this. Lonnie did have some bass in her voice when she was like, you're lying. Stop doing this, Chanel. But when she heard Paulina try to deny it, that's when the suspicion rose in her head, yeah. which shows me that Lonnie knows when Paulina is lying. She has yeah. that connection with her. And that was very intriguing for me to watch. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's, and that's always been her big thing with Paulina. Don't lie to me anymore. And she was keeping a doozy. And Olivia, of course, just finally decided <laughs> to tell the truth when Paulina <laughs> wanted to tell the truth back in August. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. Like, now you now you got something to say, old lady. Why would you do this now? <laughs> because she was lying on her grandbabies in the church. And she was like, no. Yeah, you are like, not going to lie on my grandchildren in God's house. And okay, this is where it lost my mental for me. It's when they had Paulina run out of church. <laughs> and they know they were dead ass wrong. I swear to God, I they, thought they were. Slow-mo shuffles her and I ru- auntie and uncle, I love y'all, but them slow-mo shuffles down the aisle. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> No, it's well, not at least Abe had it's a cane. <laughs> no, it's not even their fault. It's the simple fact of they gave them a set where there's only two feet of running room and you have them yeah. running down the aisle. Like it's, that's at one point Paulina was running in place. I'm like, what the fuck? It's literally a competition between the Kiriakis Den and this church annex as to which is the smallest set. I so did like small. when Paulina And then they was talking about, oh, Chanel's gonna walk her down the aisle. I'm like they both yeah. can't even fit down the fucking that, door. She that, had to carry her train. That was my issue. <laughs> <laughs> my and then they were like, oh, she has to walk me down I the aisle. Two steps is not walking down the aisle. <laughs> Sorry, but my, my issue is that she held it like the train of Paulina's dress rather than walking beside her. But there was it, no room for her to walk beside her. No room. <laughs> <laughs> 
They need a bigger church. <laughs> they do. But I will say the, the moment. That's that church right. Tina Turner was singing in. Stop. At the beginning of what's Stop. love got to do with it. Sir. <laughs> I will say um, the moment after Abe walked out and Paul Luna looked at everyone. She looked at Chanel. Chanel was upset. And Lonnie had just tears falling down her face. Oh. That moment, oh my god, that was so good. And that then the moment where Paulina was like, Look what look what my lies have done. Yes. And then after she walked out, Lonnie hugged Eli, and then there was more devil like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yo. laughs> I don't know how I don't know how anybody in that church did not clock the fact anyone except that she was having a happy she I was, was having a ball. <laughs> I was expecting the the violin part from the devil went down to Georgia to come on and start tap dancing. <laughs> she <laughs> was having a blast. Okay. But like, Michael said it during the um, reading, but those scenes between Theo and Chanel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't know they did. Let me tell you there was a lot, lot of sexual tension. There was chemistry. <laughs> It is the strongest work I've seen from Cameron since he started. And oh, God, the chemistry. They reminded me of Wayne Northrup and Deidre Hall when they argued. It very much gave me, you committed adultery. I know what I did. And it was just very, (laughs) it was very pleasing to me. I wanted him to take her right there. (laughs) Like I have been trying to figure out like how they got together in the first place because they're such opposite people, but they were giving me Max and Kyle from Living Single. And I'm like, okay, I see it now. I see the thing is what makes it worse is no, they haven't sold me on Johnny and Chanel yet. So like (laughs) like I I can see the first time of them linking, like she called him a pretty boy and he called her a bitch and they just started making love like like they clear they clearly have a relationship where like because literally like their first scene with raven in the role of chanel was literally she just walked up and kissed him kissed him yeah like so clearly their relationship is the type where there were wasn't really a whole lot of talking going on because she literally (laughs) just walked up and kissed him there was a lot of fireworks and the good and bad way Okay, and the thing is, as much as people try to say, have an issue with what Theo said, he was correct. Yeah, he was 100% correct. He was 100%, 100% correct. correct. Because it wasn't the fact that she told the truth, it was how she told it. How the she truth. told it. She and had he, ample time because she was in the suite, the bridal suite with Paulina really? and Lonnie, making eyes at both of them. And Lonnie was like, hey, what's wrong? What's going on? <laughs> She was like, we good? We good? She's like, yeah, everything's fine. And you could tell Chanel wasn't fine. And she had opportunity to say something to Lonnie or to confront Paulina or to Abe, and she didn't. So I get why Theo was upset. You made a mockery of my family's pain. And honestly, and Theo doesn't know what we know in that the devil was the final push. Because I do not think... Chanel doesn't even know. No one knows that yet. I just really I mean, Chanel, Chanel kind of gets it because she said she said as much to Johnny. She's like, something compelled me. Yeah. And Olivia yeah, said something as well. It, it was just really good. I enjoyed Tyler Perry's Days of Our Lives. Stop <laughs> it. Oh, the wigs were better. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
stage play a movie. Can, <laughs> can we give a shout out to Lamone? Because he, he has he the was... best reactions. Like he really did. Like Eli's face. And Eli is like every time y'all get together, it's some bullshit. <laughs> 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 yeah I, it's always a mess when paulina's around yes and speaking of reactions i love how they focus on everyone's reaction to this this reveal it was just so well done yeah it was well let's go into specific shall we abe is hurt and he is pissed paulina tries to explain but he doesn't want to hear it he can't get past the lies and what her lies cost him he leaves her in the square to cry alone well, she wasn't alone because that couple was back there. Yes. <laughs> they were like, in their life. <laughs> the only thing that was missing for them was popcorn. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, they were they were in, entertained. And I'm not I, look, I, feel, I feel them, though, because if it right? was me, I would be like, look at this mess here. <laughs> this falls into my lap. The mayor. The mayor. The mayor. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, the mayor and his fiance out here showing their ass. Right? <laughs> that sounds like my town. Uh. No. <laughs> YouTube, somebody's Twitter, somebody's TikTok. Look at here. <laughs> is this your mayor? Is this your king? Listen, Paulina is a mess. And I'll she say, is. I'll tell you why. It's it, hard to be a runaway yeah. groom walking with a cane. Oh, <laughs> I, <laughs> It took, everything, it took everything in me not to holler at work because <laughs> like, why would you she say that man? <laughs> that was such that was like not the right time she, he, like, he do you was think like, this is a damn joke right? <laughs> she still cast him she had ample opportunity <laughs> between crying i was laughing because this like, yeah, I, 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 comedy in these yeah <laughs> Because I didn't notice the first time, but when I watched it again, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Damn. I will say kudos to James Reynolds too. He put in some amazing work. There was one line that he had that the gave choice? me, yeah, the choice line mm. gave me absolute chills the way he said it. He's, he said something along the lines of you chose to give Lonnie away and I lost her today and it wasn't my choice. Yeah. That was such a good line. And oh, no surprise because it's a bit, it's a Kreisman script. So he usually gets it. But these scenes with Paulina and Abe, they were really good. And this is James real for honestly, this at this Wednesday episode, because this all happened, everything that we've talked about has basically happened on the when on the actually on the Thursday. On Thursday. the Thursday. Um this is Raven's Emmy reel. It's James Emmy reel. I think Sal, Sal and Jackie have their Emmy reel on Friday. Yeah. It's, hell, if Cameron wanted to submit, he got one too. Because that his confrontation with, with Chanel was really good. Yeah. Really good. It's Emmy reel for all of them, basically, more or less. Basically, um, yeah. It was, uh, I felt so bad for him. We need them to have some of this smoke for Tamara. I, yes. Yeah. Need. Tamara is to me the bigger villain here. Yeah. Because while well, Paulina was... later, y'all. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. As the thing is, as far as Abe's concerned, Tamara's the bigger villain. I think when it comes to 
what was happening now, Paulina, Paulina is because yeah. she didn't have to insert herself into their yeah. lives at all. Yeah. I mean, because there, there was saw, no reason for it. Yeah, because we AB even pointed it out um, with with the scenes with him and uh, and Roman. He said, like, he basically said that he understood, but the fact that she moved in in their lives and basically built a relationship with them and all that, that's what is so hard for him to get over, aside from the Lonnie thing, obviously. So, I just don't understand why, because there was something that was said, and I don't know if I misheard it, but it sounded like the narrative given this week was that Tamara decided that if Lonnie ever questioned, yeah that's yeah if Lonnie it was basically like when it was time for Lonnie when Lonnie probably like when when Lonnie asked that's what Tamara told her you're this is your father that's it but she probably didn't give any specifics about the relationship or anything like that but it seems like when Lonnie was like who's my dad no it's Abe Carver honestly I I don't know why Tamara just didn't say he died Right. Shit, she could have told the truth. He was an abusive piece of shit, and he can't be around you. Like that's what I said. I said said she could have taken Paulina's truth and made it her own. Made it her own. There was no reason for there was no reason for her to involve Abe. Yeah, there was no reason for them to involve Abe, and no reason in general from Tamara, Paulina, and Olivia to keep the lie going when Lonnie was an adult. Definitely not. Like, once she started asking questions and once she was old enough, like, unless they say that they almost told her the truth and Ray came back and so they stopped it, like... That could be a a good explanation as to why they kept up the lie. So he would never... There has to be a reason. There has to be, Because otherwise, they just look like, <laughs> otherwise, they just look like assholes. Right? Because they... I mean... And honestly... If, if Tamara had been up front with Abe and said, listen, like, I had a daughter, she's not yours, but I had to tell her that she is because her, her father is not, it's not safe for her to know who he is. Like, Abe probably would have understood. Yeah, I could easily see, see him going along with that lie to protect Lonnie even if it was a child he didn't have that he didn't have especially given his history with Faye yep and everything he did to protect Faye Faye from Paul Walker bring back Faye (laughs) (laughs) Um, this is all so messy and complex they do need to bring Ray into the picture and also Tamara needs to be on canvas yeah she needs Lee she needs Cameron to get some smoke for this. Yeah, she she needs to get her dragon too. Yes. Leave him read out of this. Right. <laughs> yeah, I agree but with that. We don't need Tim Reed here. <laughs> no, if we're if we're cast if we're if we're dream casting, like I I need the I need our go-to uh this nigga ain't shit. I need Clifton Powell. <laughs> See, that's who you want. I want Billy D. Williams. No. Man, okay, no, no. That man is eighty. Stop. That, man that man can't move anymore. Lord. We need someone. Wow. No, he literally cannot move anymore. He literally got. He had to withdraw from Dancing with the Stars after like two weeks because he literally couldn't move. 
I John Aniston can't move anymore. We can have him in lightweight capacities. And no. John Aniston be John an intimidating presence if he can't get up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Listen, we need Ray to be the big bad for these families. So he needs to be able He's to move. David. <laughs> Lift I'm the give the green leaf. <laughs> yeah, you can get Clifton Powell. You can get Keith David. Um, you can get Blair Underwood if you want to go younger. Um, hmm, who else? Thinking. Oh, because that really would have had James Earl Jones. I said younger. Sir, like <laughs> James Earl Jones is kinds of a twist. Not only has Paulina taken up with this young man, but this young man ain't shit, and now we got family drama. Ooh, What's wrong with James Earl Jones? He's 90. <laughs> My God. Like, I think I think actors stay whatever age they are when you whenever you see them and love them, and they don't age in your brain, and you don't actually realize how old they are when you cast them in these things. <laughs> no, he's just joking. He has to be. <laughs> I know you were serious about Billy D. I know you were joking about James Earl Jones. <laughs> no to both. I never know with him. I don't trust his castings. First off, I have given some very good castings over the years. You will not play me. But um who who else? Um shit. I can't think of anyone. Um uh, Mike Epps will be good. What's his name? Um um what's his name? Dark skinned guy, older. Uh, um, that narrows it down. <laughs> oh, what's his name? What's he been in? What's he been in? I don't know. <laughs> uh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm I think the guy that played Edison on Scandal. Oh, yeah, Edison. he plays an asshole really well. Edison, who's Norm Edison? Lewis. Or Papa Pope? No, Norm Lewis. I don't yeah. have time for Papa Pope. We we don't oh, have no, no, we joking, don't have we boy. don't have enough of a set left for him to eat it. No. Nick, you oh, remember no. the do you, Nick? Do you remember no. the criminal whore idiot liar scene on Scandal? No, I didn't watch Scandal. It wasn't good. <laughs> okay, well, never mind. No, no, no. mic. His mic. But yeah, whenever they bring in Ray, it needs to be somebody with some presence. Richard yeah. Roundtree? Mm. Nah. What about um Richard Lawson? Aunt Tina ain't finna let us have her. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of that family, if we're gonna have anyone from that family on the show, we're gonna have Miss Tina as Celeste. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we get a two for one special. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of Ernie Hudson earlier. Ooh, that would have been a ooh. Like, oh, that's, that's a big okay. What about Lawrence Fishbine? Hmm. Okay, now oh. no, wait, just see, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That, that might be triggered for some people. <laughs> we don't, we already see him be somebody ass, but we need to see it again. Okay, segueing back to the main show, I have a thought. What? Did y'all catch the moment like after the chaos had ended and like Mar Devil? was like celebrating and Theo had that moment was like did you say something Dr. Evans yeah yeah did y'all heard- pick up that maybe he heard the devil voice yes I, I thought, thought that did. then I thought about it 
You know, I, I was like, maybe he just deaf like everybody else goes. <laughs> well, that would be a, this would be a really good time for him to start catching his his grandmother's eye. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, I can't believe we, we missed talking about this. But Olivia was ready to take Abe's cane and slap <laughs> Marvell on it. When she told her to go home, she told her, you don't know my life. No, <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite was the glare on her way out. Like she, I, the way she looks up and down was like it was basically like I'll catch please. you on the street. <laughs> like you yeah, lucky we in church. <laughs> if she had Abe's cane, oh my god. <laughs> The only thing that was saving Mark Neville from getting jumped on was the fact that they were in church. Yeah. But I I kind of got the feeling, back to Theo, I kind of got the feeling, maybe that's just wishful thinking, that he's able to send something. Because I, I really... I think he is. And that's why he said it. Yeah. Because I thought that he heard it and he wasn't but sure maybe, what maybe he, he kind of heard something because his gift isn't that strong because he hasn't touched into it for a second so he thought he heard something and he was just kind of double checking because he wasn't sure what he heard yeah because he stood there he was like what what was that like when she left he was confused so it was like hmm maybe maybe not we'll see but yeah so let's move on shall we yeah yeah well Lonnie is reeling and trying to process, and Eli is there to support her. He doesn't understand why Tamara would lie, and Eli tries to tell her this doesn't change anything. But she says everything has already changed. She needs the truth and needs it now. So Eli tells her to go get it. Oh, man, I loved these scenes with Eli and Lonnie. These might be my favorite Elani scenes of the year. Um, just him being so supportive of her, her trying to like process everything and like we actually get to hear her talk about how much her dad means to her which we've always known because it's always played up in their scenes but it's never actually been verbalized but my god was it so weird hearing her say Abe yes yeah because she does she does I don't think she's ever called him Abe I think no as soon as she started calling him dad it was dad and I think that happened like three months after they met. Like it was, it was immediate. She immediately started calling him dad. I need um, what I want. I did enjoy the scenes. Um, it's, it's, it was so sad to see Lonnie try to make sense out of it because she's genuinely trying to understand like, how did I miss this? And I want Eli to have a reaction, maybe in defending Lonnie because they had him questioning a lot of Paulina's actions. Yeah before this came out so I would like like maybe Paulina comes to the house just to try and talk to Lonnie and he tells her to go to hell like I I, I want to see him react because they need to give him more to do in this than just be supportive they do I, I think we're gonna get that I think his main concern right now is making sure that Lonnie is okay and yeah. then he'll worry about defending she, her yeah like she's, she's really such- fragile right now exactly he's got to keep her together before he can even worry about fighting her battles for her so to speak yeah i don't think i don't think he would seek it out i think if somebody comes to that door that's what i I think that's where ray is going to enter the chat 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Because Eli is gonna be like, um, nah, nah, nigga, no. <laughs> Listen, I want Eli to <laughs> Eli to be the one to like. I just need. I think Ray should enter the picture, and Eli should be like really suspicious of him. Suspicious of him. And like not no, but hell no. Right. Yes. Like I would be okay Wouldn't if they do something long term with him being reluctant to let Paulina in they finally do and that's when Ray shows up and all and he's like yeah nah I'm not I'm not welcoming him at all would you want Ray like Eli to know of like to know Ray not know that he was Lonnie's father obviously but like Eli has a past with the FBI so maybe Eli's investigated you know, him before what I want hmm. and this is kind of a like we have to undo something I want them to tie in Eli's past to um right yeah like maybe have, have undercover no or have russell watkins who we who is now supposedly dead have him work for ray and that's Eli's or even friend. like that it, didn't russell die while eli was undercover what if they were did, undercover we, looking for ray or trying to uh, bust ray and that russell died in prison i think it was after eli busted them yeah yeah he, yeah so kind of like tying Eli's past into Ray somehow. I would be okay. I would be okay with that. Like my dream for because that, like, in a way that could because that could give Eli the smoke with Ray that Abe always had with Stephanie. Like my thing is, I if they introduce Ray, I want him to come complete already. Like he has a life outside of what yeah, his the- relationship with Paulina. Have give him a family, give him a career, an established career and have it be upended because of the truth about Lonnie coming out and then have him come to town ready for war because I mean the mayor just lost his daughter that's going to make public news headlines Yep. so Hell, you could even make possible. him a politician put him up against Abe or oh my god this would be so messy but let's say Rafe gets fired and they ha- hire a new commissioner <laughs> and they hire a new police commissioner and it's right or even district district attorney let's say melinda Ooh, you know, district attorney would have been good but like let's say melinda decides she wants to take that million and really focus on that immigration reform that she was talking about so she resigns her post and they bring ray in as the district attorney hmm. yeah honestly any of these could work yeah having an, someone with an abusive past giving them like them free reign to charge anybody with anything that they want <laughs> is would definitely be a lot of drama well, yeah, give Eli more to I was gonna say before we move on I really liked how Eli brought up his childhood and that he had a stepfather and he loved him just as much as he yeah he was like his own father like biological father and I, lo- I loved how they how they wrote those scenes for Ilani. It just worked really well. And they we've been mentioning this as well that Eli could understand Lonnie, like where she would be coming from with the frustration and being upset. And they did it really well in this episode. So those scenes were really, really great. Well. Lonnie finds Paulina in the square and slaps the taste out of her mouth. Paulina tries to explain, but Lonnie is pissed off. These scenes were so good. I was not expecting the slap, and I love the way that Jack A played it. 
like she was angry Mm -hmm. because of like Paulina was angry because she swore she was never going to let somebody else hit her ever again but she also understood where Lonnie was coming from yeah but I I loved also like the little the little bit more backstory that we got in these scenes because we didn't know how Lonnie was born because that was giving me very much ditch diggers daughter but, but continue, was, y'all were just saying, somebody black no, wrote that. That was very, it, it yeah. really connected to me because that, that, that's something that would happen in a black house. So that whole story. Because apparently, like, Paulina was staying with, I don't know if she said she was staying with her mom, but she, like, like Lonnie was a home birth, which we didn't know. Yeah. And it was yeah. the same midwife that delivered, uh, that delivered Tamara and Paulina, that delivered her. And I loved the whole touch of the, like, lock of the hair that she put yeah. in the locket. Yeah, I would have preferred a picture, but it was, yeah, it, was a nice, it was a nice sentiment. <laughs> These scenes, wow, they had me crying. I felt so bad. I felt so bad for both of them because Paulina, you could, you could tell she did not want to do this, but she had to. And Lonnie would not see, like, understandably so, she would not see reason. That slap, I did not expect that. Wow, me either. And I think it was just two minutes into the episode. Lonnie and Lonnie walks into the square. She doesn't say anything to Paulina. She just slaps the shit out of her. Yeah. So as a black person, I had to suspend my disbelief because right, I immediately crazy. assumed she would have gotten a backhand back. However, this is the soap. Just so we're reasonable. gonna we're gonna yeah, we just it would have just been instinct for her to hit her back. But I had to suspend my disbelief. I'm currently dealing with the devil so it was fine um i love sal's sal's i've never seen such a i've never seen such a pretty slap if that makes sense because ooh, if you look at sal's face oh my god but can we talk about the way that paulina received that slap because like it it literally almost knocked her off her feet this is like the the way you guys played that so good. I don't know if you guys know, but this is Lonnie's first slap. It is? Yep. She ain't never slapped Gabby? Nope. She punched her. her oh, yeah, first I understand. Punch, I understand punching somebody in the face with that. <laughs> she punched Gabby two years ago after the wedding. This was her first slap. It was nice. I liked the slap. It was entertaining. Um, I, I loved Sal in these scenes. Like this, so this was part of her Emmy reel absolutely like and she was she, she was so angry because anger she was, is her strong suit like yeah, when, she when was they confused. let Lonnie be angry it's so good angry and just ugh, dramatic scenes like this heavy dramatic scenes because Sal she delivered immaterial material yeah. from the beginning to the end of the episode this is her this Michael is was right this is the acting of her career this was yes. so good and those yeah. tears like that single tear it gets me every time. Oh, and she did it like three times. Yeah, she kept. She was crying throughout the entire thing, like she kept going. And as Paulina explained the situation more and more, yeah. it was like, like y'all, y'all didn't, y'all didn't want to tell me nothing. Like y'all just let me come here, you let me build a relationship with these people, let me love them, and then now you're gonna tell me they're not mine. I yeah. felt so bad for her because she. Like you think is it's always been clear how much she loved Abe and Theo, but this just drove it home. Like yeah. <gasps> it, it was just it it 
hurt her. So I think that's really what hurt her the most, the fact that she doesn't have them anymore. Or she feels like she she doesn't have them anymore. anymore. What broke me, so I mean, all of this was just heartbreaking. But when Paulina said likes, she was talking about Abe and she was like, he's your father. And she was like, he's not my father. (gasps) When Lonnie said that, I was like, oh my God. Now, do you think Abe is, because I'm, I'm trying to figure out based on Abe's reaction and her reaction too, where do you think Abe and Lonnie go from here for now? Because at this where point, do we <laughs> well, we do know that they have a heart to heart in a few weeks, we right? I think it's in like two weeks, but, yeah. but I think, what I think, I think Lonnie is going to be trying to figure this out. And I think Abe, she's not going to, I don't think she's going to push Abe away. I, I think, think Abe is going to give her space. Yeah, I think, I think, I think Abe mm. is going to sense that his presence is confusing her and confusing her feelings. And he's so going to back off just to Yeah, I think he's going to back room. off. Theo will not I, do that. Theo's too. not going to back off. <laughs> <laughs> Theo came to that damn house. Let me, wait, we'll get to those scenes. Theo said, the, said, that's my sister, no matter what. But yeah, I can see Abe taking space, allowing allowing Lonnie space to figure it out and giving himself time to figure it out too. Because I don't think he doesn't want her as his daughter because I don't think he can think of her of anything else. But I think he's going to need to, I think he's probably going to have, he's know he's going to have to give Lonnie space, but he's going to have to figure out what he needs, what's going to happen should she decide she doesn't want him in her life anymore. Because yeah. I think he's going to be, I think he's probably going to be prepared for that. And I know, I don't think it's going to happen, but I think he's going to be mentally preparing himself for that. Should be interesting yeah. to see their um, dynamic going forward. And we know Sal has basically confirmed that it's going to be very weird from them right now. Awkward, forward. probably. Yeah. And she doesn't want anything to do with Paulina either. So yeah, this is gonna be the aftermath should be really interesting as well. Next segment. <laughs> well, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> as Lonnie is hashing things out with Paulina, Thea goes to check on to the law to check on her. He will understand if he doesn't want him to be Shirley Chisholm's. Godfather anymore. Jules. He's talking wow. about Eli because you skipped that part. <laughs> so you've got to read this outline. I take the time to write it to read it. Fine, let's start over, shall we? She just wants to as show the chisholm again. <laughs> as Lonnie is hashing things out with Paulina, Theo goes to the loft to check on her. He finds Eli. Theo says he will understand if he doesn't want him to be Marsha P. Johnson's godfather anymore. And Eli says they are family no matter what. And he is the best godfather that <clears throat> Mary McLeod Bethune can ever have. Say that child's name. <laughs> I did. Her name is Jules, damn it. Stop it. <laughs> That's what I said. No, it's not what you said. Yeah, you're so much. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to change it. I thought you were going to go back to the same name. <laughs> but I'm a lot I of things and the rhythm is one of them. <laughs> I really did like these scenes. I've always liked Theo and, Theo and Eli interactions because they're, 
Castillo doesn't have a lot of male um, outside of Abe. He doesn't have a lot of male friends At or connections. On not on screen. Oh, fuck, JJ. Um, but <laughs> I was thinking more Brandon. <laughs> well, yeah, Brandon, Brandon would be nice. Fuck, JJ. Um, but it made sense for who Theo is that, okay, I do love Lonnie. I still want to be my sister. But if you don't want me to be Jules' godfather well, anymore, I understand. Well, what I really like about this whole thing is the connection that Theo has to being a godfather to Mae Jemison. It was just very nice to me. Um, you know, they're bringing those Carver family ties. So I, I would like to see it. I, I'm actually on the train of actually bringing those children off the set now. I would like to see little Fannie Lou Hammer and Theo discuss things. How many names are you going to give this child before you actually say her name? We're, we're, still, a month, we're still a month away from seeing the kids. Yeah, we see them at Christmas. Well, we see Henry next week, so we can technically see Jules and Carver at any point. Yeah. True. I mean, the thing is, though, um, Lamone tweeted around, like, July 21st, and when I checked um, Jason47's production list, like, uh, production schedule, schedule um, it said it would be around, like, uh, early December, but I've heard Christmas... So we'll see. They could show up anytime. Yeah, it's basically with, with Henry being an actual child now. It could really be anytime. Yeah, yeah. It could, it could be Thanksgiving. Or Christmas. Fingers crossed that we get no damn Jules and Carver. <laughs> and the, no, let's, fingers crossed we get to see them in the Day of Days promo, the Winter promo. Who is Henry? Tennessee, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, we get to see him? Cool. Yeah, next week. Good, because I'm tired but anyway, of Allie talking to that damn blanket. Lindsay's tired of it too. She hates that doll baby. <laughs> <laughs> At least it ain't the young and the restless. But, oh. um, yeah, we're going to move on. But, yes, bring our Claudette Calvin and let's see yeah. her with Theo. That brings me a lot of joy. Enough joy to actually Woo! get her name right. Her name is I've Jules. been saying her name the whole time. <laughs> her name is I don't Jules. know what y'all want from me at this point. <laughs> her name is Jules, I Michael. Dealing. I am just playing with the cards they dealt me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, while all this is while all this is happening, and Theo was trying to get Rosa off the bus. <laughs> <Hey>. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Abe is reeling and he goes to Roman for a shoulder to cry on. And Theo leaves Rosa to show up and comfort him. That Theo Abe hug broke me down. Like, I've been holding back tears up until that point. And then he hugged Theo and, like, the floodgates opened and it was just tears everywhere. Yeah, I, it was, I love the part. I love the fact that Roman was there for him, too. Roman, because yeah. the thing is, they were introduced the same year they were introduced basically together for the same story it was nice to see roman be there for abe in this and it was nice for abe to have someone to vent to um and when theo showed up theo didn't even say anything he just tapped him on the shoulder and hugged him and, oh, i want theo back long term and written well let me be specific because you motherfuckers don't get it sometimes <laughs> i mean it's true but the way they've been using Theo this week is, has just been so wonderful. 
that hug made me cry. I've been crying nonstop for days. Uh, in between the Ilani hug when she came home and this hug, oh, it's just was just heart heartbreaking. Um, like the scenes with Abe and Roman, I really enjoyed them as well. Um, I do like that Roman has a different perspective. Yeah. than most of like everyone else because they because they was like are you defending her you defending her <laughs> yeah these things were nice with them they were very short though yeah i will say though they kind of they they did establish like a nice little setup for a kind of a mini rivalry if they ever want to go there because Kate was like, I told you she wasn't no good. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like, but I kind of don't. Entertaining. I mean, I kind of like it, but I kind of don't. I kind of saw this as a way to kind of give Kate a friendship with Paulina. Because if we're being quite honest, she did the same thing with Luca. Okay, wait, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're you're, you're doing breaking this almost, up a lot. you're breaking up again. But yeah, I mean she did do the same thing with Lucas, but more so she would understand it because of Curtis. I don't think yeah. it has anything to do with Lucas. She'd understand more why she she'd understand more why Jackie what Jackie not Jackie, why Paulina did what she did because she too had an abusive husband. So I think Kate would understand it. And Kate might actually get Abe to kind of see Paulina's side a little bit more than he is currently because she lived that life with an abusive husband and kids. She can tell him what Lonnie's life would have been like had Paulina not kept her away from Ray. Yeah. The thing is, and I'm, I'm okay with Kate's stance right now because she it was before because she didn't know any of the details about Ray right she just said she was just operating on I didn't trust her from the beginning because I think by the time Roman Abe explained it uh Kate had left right yeah Kate was upstairs yeah. at that point so I think I think Kate will sympathize with Paulina I think Julie will sympathize with Paulina I think there's a few people that will understand why she made the choices she made okay Chanel is sorry for what she did, but Olivia says she has nothing to apologize for. She did what she thought was right. And Olivia knows Marlene is the one who told her. Chanel goes to Johnny to tell some what happened and they make love. I love that Olivia spotted in five seconds that it was Marlena who told her. She was like, how do you know? She said, child, I've been around long enough to know when the devil's got somebody's tongue. <laughs> I want to say you have no idea. <laughs> And I love that Chanel went to Johnny because this is this is the depth for me that I've we've talked about the, the missing connection with Johnny and Chanel because it seems very surface. But he's actually there for her and listening to her and she's doing what she always does. I feel like when she's when she's hurt, her solution is to try to make the pain go away with somebody else. But I will uh, say, this, the scenes with Johnny and Chanel were hot. What, what happened? What'd you say, Dylan? 
I said because she did it with Theo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think she, in a way, did it with um, Allie too, but it was after the, the after she kissed Theo. And she also did it with Johnny because, like, she she was trying to forget that Allie had rejected her when she was trying to get under Johnny the first time. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Like Johnny had to pump the brakes because he knew that she was doing it specifically to get over somebody else. Yeah, she tends to run from her feelings when she's really hurt. But I, I will say and basically co-sign on what Tony said, this is what I needed for this pairing. Um, they had more, more depth to them and I like seeing him be there for her. That I'm still a child girl. I will always be. Yeah, but same. The thing their is, love, the way their love scene was hot. I'm just yeah, gonna... the way they've been playing it, I thought she was gonna go to Allie and not Johnny. So, I guess it helped that they kind of like before Allie. the wedding, they before they before the wedding they had him her venting to him about what was going on, and having her go back to him after the truth is truth is out makes sense but up until this week i thought after this went out she would go straight to Allie. and can we talk about the fact that johnny knew that marlena violating patient after confidentiality was weird yeah Yeah. i told you all he would clock that and he did and i was very proud of him for that because he knows his grandma and can i say i'm just happy finally that quote-unquote they messed this part up now this is gonna be good so good i told you the mess was coming yeah it took a long time but it's it's here now well all i have to say on this situation was it's about damn time that he ripped her clothes off oh it was about time and this this is true i've been waiting for it everybody been sleeping with each other but them and it, it is time because in my book she should have already been a few days late not pregnant but a few days late <laughs> so that would be yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't for lack of trying for on her part like i said he pumped the brakes the first time they also didn't have a condom well, yeah, i think true. if he had one but, they would have done it <laughs> but also at the same time it's very I'm very like fuck all this shit. I want Theo Chanel after that fight. So I'm the same way. That's so why I haven't said much about it. How, <laughs> so I'm very looking forward to how this plays out in the long run. Same. Okay, we have two stories left. Y'all ready to get into it? Yep. Okay. The devil turns into Eileen Davis's Kristen to attempt to seduce John. He is not receptive when she leaves, leaving Susan locked in there with him. Susan attempts to escape, but Marlena, well, Mardebel, finds her and turns her back into a cat. They lock up Marlena in another part of the crypt and jump back into Susan to turn into Kristen to seduce John. Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> I, just the fact that this entire okay. sentence makes sense. Is that what you're saying, Jesus Christ? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my, see, my issue is, and it's a small issue, but it's a big one for me. I'm getting really tired of everyone acting like Susan is a nuisance. 
when they were all good they were all good friends back in the day so uh, this shift that they have with them treating Kristen like not Kristen Susan like she's a nuisance that just really bothers me it does bother me as well I feel like Susan is very harmless sure she can be over the top but like stop treating her like she's beneath you it's where were y'all last week i i I wasn't (laughs) here i wasn't here here, but i did discuss this last week but dylan i heard you i i was editing i heard you i was like yes i agree i don't like this i was on medical leave yeah okay oh yeah i said it last week i don't like the tone that they've had people taking with her i I don't appreciate it like i get it she can be a lot she can be overwhelming but it's coming off kind of mean it does coming off it is i wonder like and I, I said this last week, I wonder if it's because Susan's playing Stacy different, like Stacy's playing Susan differently, like because Susan with Eileen, granted, I haven't seen much of her in my classic days viewing, but from what I have seen, she's not quite as over the top and on a hundred all the time as she is this, as with Stacy in the role. So maybe it's just everybody's reaction to this new version of Susan. I think it's more of a writing choice rather than the acting. And it's not needed. Like, no. Although John does kind of get a pass for me a little bit because he has been locked up for how many days at this point? Yeah. Since this was real life, he would have been dead by now. And covered with piss and shit. So, like, at this point, like, I mean, he's not. Well, it's true. I know, but. But we we give, I'll give John a little bit of grace because, like, I'm pretty sure he either bit everybody's head off who wasn't Marlena at that point because he just wants to get the hell out of that crypt. But I do, I do see what you're saying. But first off, I did like that they had Susan run for the Demera Mansion first, going to Elvis and Johnny. I'm ready to see these relationships played out because, again, we haven't seen that in all these years. I think we're going to next week. I'm excited. But I've never seen Mother Susan. I've never seen Grandmother Susan. It's always just been Susan. Well, I've seen Mother Susan, but not Mother to an adult EJ. So I'm very... Very, very interesting. No, I, I was, as someone who didn't watch um, back then, I was very intrigued to see Eileen and Drake on screen together. And I like the fact that they differentiated. He was like, well, Kristen's in love with, with Brady now. You're not real. And she was like, I'm your Kristen. Because as yeah. great as Stacy is, it's very, it's still very different. Yeah. And I like her. I like her chemistry with Brady. I don't like them as a couple, but um, this I well, get Eileen why they want chemistry with Brady too. True. Yeah, but 
it was, was grosser with Eileen because <laughs> you know Eileen was this in the in the role when she was bouncing a baby Brady on her knee. So then turn around and see. And now she's her. bouncing. Now she's on bouncing on him. Damn. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We're going to move away from that. And I am going to say that I really did appreciate the flashbacks. Got her hands up on her knees and then she moved her thigh. No. Okay. Sir, stop. <laughs> no. I did, I did like flashbacks. Da, 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 da. <laughs> okay, you're getting twins. I, I did like the flashbacks, but as I mentioned before, I wish it was more Marlena Kristen centric but than for- this, but but I get the choice because yeah, they're try- the devil is trying to break Marlena and John's love, their tie. So I get the choice. I just wish we got more Marlena Kristen now that we have Eileen's Kristen on screen for the time being. But it is what it is. And I will say, like, Eileen and Drake do have chemistry. I just never bought that they were the undying love that they tried to tell me they were back then. And I still 100% stand by that. And you could see that, like, her plan was not working and she was very, very frustrated. Yeah. Because, like, she did not say it, but John was not reacting at all. No, he, he just drink. found her like <laughs> she was a nuisance at that point. Like, why yeah. the fuck are you even here? Like, why? Why was this she, your plan? Like, <laughs> she kept yeah. like trying to, to slide up closer to him. She like took his belt off and she was like feeling all around and there was nothing there. <laughs> like, just he was just flaccid for her. He had nothing for her. It was on the air for. I was just about to say. Oh my God. <laughs> But, like, it makes sense, though, because, like, I mean, we're just going to call a thing a thing. Yeah, the devil's like, but I'm your Kristen. Okay, but his Kristen has done some ooh, horrible shit. Not even people. that. It's not even that. His Kristen was always second choice to Marlena. Always. <laughs> At yeah. the end of the day. So it's like, yeah, th- this is kind of in vain, but it's enjoyable to watch. No, like it, and so, like I said, it it allows for flashbacks, which are yeah, always cool. Like, you know, like it was it was a choice. I I still like yeah. I, I logically it doesn't make a lot of sense, but in terms of you know opening the door for them to use flashbacks and things like that, it it's you know. It, I love that we're trying to use the term logically with the devil possession right. story. Like, <laughs> I, none of the sentence that I said, like none of the sentence that Michael said when we were recapping this before we started this segment makes sense logically speaking. Yeah. But in the universe of days, it absolutely does. The things we say <laughs> as a self-fan. Well, let's move on to the last story of the week. The devil stupidly leaves Marlena's phone with Marlena, and Marlena is able to reach it. And it rings. Who may it be calling? None other than Samantha Jane. God, I need to put down the strength. (laughs) Can I just say something? 
I was recapping while the, the scene where Marlena was trying to reach for the, her phone played out. When I heard it, I was like, who's having sex right now on my screen? <laughs> That's what I thought too. <laughs> I was like, I what is what is this moaning? I was like, shit, <laughs> someone is having sex. Okay. I thought I thought we had gone back because like my mom and I were watching live again and I got a phone call at work. So I had to pause my feed and my mom's kept going and I heard the noise. And so I just I, I just assumed, okay, we went back to Johnny and Chanel. Because <laughs> I was recapping okay. the whole like Ilani stuff aired the same day. And then I heard moaning, and I was like, "Who is having sex right now?" I was ashamed because I thought the exact same. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, I'm like, is she supposed to sound like that?" Like, is she? <laughs> well, well, here's the thing: y'all were distracted by that. I was looking at Marlena's shoes and Catherine. <laughs> You ain't doing it right. It's in here. She walked in the church like nobody's been there. Down, 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 even we, me, especially since knew. it was a spoiler and we knew. Yeah, I don't pay attention to spoilers. We've established that. I pay attention to <laughs> yeah, spoilers, I'm but it was it's more fun without doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I'm very much spoiler free. Um, I'm curious. And for some reason, see. I had just assumed that when she did make contact, it was going to be with the devil. So the fact that it's actually Marlena. And then. Oh. Who yeah, I really thought it was gonna be the devil on the phone. Like, bitch, who thought? <laughs> when the devil is back in Marlena's body, like, oh, poor Sammy. I don't think Sammy knows who has her. Yeah, because because she's trying to get whoever. Like, his spoilers for a couple weeks from now came out, and she's trying to get what whoever's guarding her to give up who is paying him. Mm. Now I'm back to thinking maybe it's EJ. Yeah. I thought it was EJ. Then we thought it was Mardevil. But thing is, I don't think like I think Mardevil would have done something more, like maybe tried to permanently silence her. I don't see Mardevil just kidnapping her. Yeah, she'd be in like Bayview with Doug as a girl yeah. or something. But it kind of looked like she was. I don't it know. looks like she's in a padded cell in the spoiler pictures. But the scene that we saw on that Friday was giving me Horton Cabin vibes. It, it looked yeah, like she was in somebody's like dirty living room. <laughs> Wow. So then it's the era. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're done now and ready for segment. How about you? <laughs> Are y'all ready? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, this is gonna be so much fun. We have come to a very special part of this program where I like to give a little read to a character who just pisses me slap fuck off. Welcome to the return of the Mavericks reading rainbow. Let me pick up my docket, shall we? Oh, we have two people on the list. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Tamara and Olivia Price, come sit your asses down. 
And y'all get my read of the week simply because y'all dragged Abe into, into this for no apparent reason. And I think what makes it worse for me is that you carried your yellow ass into Lana's wedding. Talking all that hot mess to Abe. Talking about, oh, I'm so sorry that I left you out of Lana's life. And you could have been a good father. No, a good and darn well, you was lying the whole time. But it's nobody but your crooked, weird mama's fault. Because this is all her wow. fault. Wow. Wow. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Did I lie? Did I lie? <laughs> it's all her fault. <laughs> the elder blacks failed again. And that is my read of the week. <laughs> Sir. Y'all wanted me back. I wanted to take another month. <laughs> Not the Miss Charlene way catching a strike. That thing is caught see, up in the rap. Did we say Michael catching say Michael sends things out and catching strays? He aimed that right for that. <laughs> that was not a stray. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> The Tamara Price, you ain't no good. You ain't no. I think that's the part that makes me the maddest. Not the fact that she threw Abe in the lie, because that makes a lot of sense. It's the fact that you carried yourself to that wedding and did that whole spiel about, I'm sorry that I kept you away from Lonnie when she was young. Just for it to be a lie. You're just a lying helper. But that's okay, because I got your number, Hustle. Just lied unprovoked. For no reason. There was literally no reason. <laughs> she woke up this mo- that morning and said, I decided to lie on age names today. Look, <laughs> just for no reason at all. Talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, Dylan. Okay. Um, my good for the week is the wedding reveal and the fallout that came after all of that was just so good they had built it up so well and everybody delivered and I just I enjoyed all of that all of it was great for me and also um getting Kate and Roman back as a couple I'm like yes so that was great that was good for me um my bad is just Rafe's behavior you are mm. a grown ass man. Five um, shakes away from. Would you like to use your AARP discount on this cottage cheese, sir? I mean, like, we are talking. You are two good shuffles from parking in the blue spaces and having early bird specials. I need you to act your. Like, age. you're about to be in Salem's assisted living with Nick. Please. Oh, wow. <laughs> Come on, Nick Fallon. Oh. I'm talking about you. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that dementia slides in quick. You better ask Dina. <laughs> I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> I'm going to get you another plane ticket. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> um, my ugly... Okay, my ugly is a line that the writers had Kristen say to John. Um, when, was it to Marlena? Uh, it was either John or Marlena. I can't remember. I'm, I was just it might have been Marlena because she was talking about tempting uh yeah it was Marlena because she was like you you'll 
once I tempt John to break your marriage vows, your love won't be strong enough for you to resist me anymore. And she was like, you'll never tempt him. And the devil was like, well, Kristen tempted Eric to break his vows and those vows were to the big guy upstairs. And that's not what happened. Kristen drugged Eric. She raped Eric. He was out of it completely. Didn't know what happened. Like, I hate the way that they have decided to downplay what actually occurred there. It's, it, it's honestly disgusting. And every time they do it, it infuriates me. And it, it's just ugly and it needs to stop. You did it. You wrote it. Now y'all got to own it. Living your yeah. truth. Is that your ugly? Yeah, that was my ugly. Okay, well, Grandpa, you're up next. Oh, wow. Mm, my good is... I about to say you want to pull out the Skip Uno card? Family relationships. The family dynamics that they've been playing up um, this week have been so fun to watch. Like, of course, we have the obvious with the Carver Price Grant family. Um, seeing Theo specifically interact with all these people and having him having scenes with them. He needs to be in Salem and written well. Um... I even enjoyed the Xander Maggie stuff. Um, we've know we've always known that they, she was a mother figure to him, and she kind of understands him, but she also hold, takes him to task whenever he does some silly shit. Um, I did like that. Um, even it's not family, but Rafe. I mean, not Rafe. Shit, Abe and Roman's um, friendship. I'd like the fact that Roman was a listening oh. ear for Abe in this. Uh, my bad was Rafe. Rafe, I'm just gonna stop there. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, also um, the lack of involvement Eli had in this. I think they need to give him more to do. He needs a bit more agency, even if the story's not about him. Give him something more to do. My um, ugly, um, it was. It bothered me. I don't. It kind of went over my head a little bit, and then I went back and watched it because it didn't make sense. It did bother me. Um, Abe said something to Paulina when he was going off on her, and basically, like him saying it was the worst. Like losing Lonnie was basically him losing his identity a little bit, and or I'm paraphrasing, but I'm like, I understand him being angry, but you've been the way, the way yeah. he kind of discounted Theo discounted Theo, discounted Lexi, discounted his history. Like, he's been on the show for 40 years. He had a life before he met Lonnie. And I can understand him being hurt, but I didn't like that one line. It just bothered me. Um, So that was my good, bad, and ugly. Thanks, Gramps. Aria? So my good this week, it was a really solid week. Um... But the entire story with the wedding, the reveal, the aftermath, seeing how everyone has reacted, like how Chanel reacted, how Lonnie reacted, how Abe reacted, and who they interacted with, like everything revolving the wedding, these families were just handled so well, and it just was... It was heartbreaking to watch. I was crying, not going to lie, but it was so good. The scenes with Paulina and Lonnie, 
that was that was some real soap i have to give an extra shout out to my girl sal because she was delivering such great emmy emmy real material and those tears so good all of it all of it was so good i liked woman and kate this week um i even enjoyed janelle and i'm not per se but i enjoyed them i like seeing him support her um yeah i think everything revolving this was my good the whole wedding and all that um as for the bad i still think this is the weak link of the of them all and this it's the sin story i still don't think it makes any look of sense and I just end up being a whole question mark because it's not doing anything for me. It's just bad all around. Um, I, I guess I did like the Kristen Gwen scenes, and uh, but I just Xander and Gwen in general. I just need I just need something else from get me to like them again because right now I'm just like eh, no, it's not working. So they're getting my bad this week as well. As for the ugly, I don't think I have one, to be honest. I think it was a solid week overall. Even if I didn't like some stuff, I just thought it would it flowed really well. So I don't have an ugly. So those two were my good and bad. And yeah, I'm done. Tony. All right. My good um, is basically like everyone said, the wedding fallout, but specifically, I want to spend my time focusing on Raven Bowens. She was almost a revelation for me this week. Like at this point, the role of Chanel is completely hers. She has made it her own. I, I love the way that she plays her. I love the way that she played everything from finding out about Lonnie and Paulina to debating whether or not she was going to say anything to the simmering rage underneath when she was in the bride's room like she was radiating I am not okay about as loudly as a person can without saying a single word and then like the way that she held her own in the fight with Theo and like she held her ground but she still felt bad for ruining everything like Raven Bowens was just so amazing she played all of the emotions and honestly I don't even really like she is Chanel for me at this point like the other Precious was great but I could not see Precious pulling this off we needed Raven for this to really work and it mean, has worked so Lonnie? well what do you mean Lonnie? you're Lonnie's mama stop it <laughs> <laughs> that's my good um my bad is uh gonna piggyback off of Nick everything with Wraith and Ava um Wraith specifically (laughs) I just don't care I really I don't care about anything happening with him right now I wish I did care but I don't and my ugly um is actually going to be a visually ugly thing the tiny St. Luke's annex church set that we have now I literally closet I can't do it. Like, 
you could literally see they could barely move. Like Abe literally had to move out of the way in order for Chanel to go sit down after she walked Paulina down the aisle. Like there's yeah. not enough room in that set for people to move, damn it. Considering it's COVID, they need more room. Yeah. Like it's, I am not a claustrophobic person, but this set and the Kiriakis mini den from hell make me claustrophobic. Yeah, it, it looks weird. It's just so ugly and unappealing and fix it. Jesus, please, I beg you. And that's it, I'm done. Well, my good, bad, and ugly, I'm going to keep it short. My good would have to be Kate and Roman. Also, that very steamy fight between Theo and Chanel. I would like to see more of that, please. Stop making Theo the Kim Brady of this generation. My bad, Rafe. Um, Rafe, that's all I have to say. Ugly, I have to. The Saint storage closet set. <laughs> burn it. Burn it and try again. Because I mean, when they had Paulina doing the running man, trying to run down the aisle, uh, I didn't like that. And my other one, Olivia Price. Doth protest too much in them dentures. Oh. And somebody needs to knock them back. <laughs> Damn. That's, that's all. Y'all know how I feel about old people who talk out the way. Can I have a yeah, dishonorable, it's, ugly yes, wedding dress? Oh, yeah. That, that was your first clue that the wedding was going to shit. It was... <laughs> From the moment we saw that little snippet in the promo, I told y'all that was an ugly ass dress. (laughs) I thought thought, like they were trying on dresses. I didn't know that was the dress she was going to wear. And even if it was, I thought it was just like the camera moved too fast. So like like a white lace Thanksgiving tablecloth. (laughs) And I did not like it. It was not nice. That also added to the terrible effect of her doing the running man down the aisle. Because <laughs> it looked like she couldn't move in that dress, which is why she was walking that way. <laughs> At least it wasn't done better. I was, really the train was dress. seeing as she she had to lift up the the train of her dress. I feel like they should have had her in a different dress because maybe that's why she was struggling to run down the aisle yeah at the end of the day it was still better than those rap dresses no it was not that at least the rap dresses flatter her figure that, okay i'll give you that, that this, that dress, this dress was ugly it was ugly it looked like and it looked like that that cheap lace like stuff that itches when you put it i did not like anything that was going on with that dress no ma'am they did my auntie dirty well let's move on to you're watching it wrong tell me all right um i think i'm gonna go with um i'm gonna have to kind of call out my own fan base a little bit here uh oh, there was glory be tape. it's a saint maverick's day miracle <laughs> <laughs> okay go ahead okay um there were some takes on twitter about theo's reaction to what Chanel did that were just not it for me. People think that because of how he reacted 
to Sierra and the fact that he didn't want to face the fact that Sierra, like face the truth when it came to Sierra, that he has no room to judge Chanel. The fact is he wasn't judging Chanel for telling the truth. He was judging her for how she chose to go about it. And even if he had a problem with Chanel telling the truth, he's defending his family that he just watched implode before his eyes. And when you're defending your family, it doesn't really matter what you yourself have done in the past. I said the same thing when Belle got upset at Nicole for cheating on Eric despite her cheating past. When you're defending your family, you can often come off looking like a hypocrite. And that's just, you know, that can happen. But in this case, I don't think Theo was a hypocrite. I'm just saying, like, Theo was not mad at her for telling the truth. It was more about how she went about it. And so there were some takes on Twitter in regards to that. It was just, it was just giving, I don't like Theo. I don't like anything that he does. So I'm just going to hate this, which is fine. People, that's people's prerogative, but like, it was a big miss for me. Well then, grandpa. I can piggyback on that. Um, I'm looking at two tweets right now. Uh, Theo can still fuck off with his high horse as if Chanel's life wasn't turned upside down when she found out that her mom kept that from her, even if the devil made her do it. Uh, Theo was basically written as worrying about his own feelings and fuck everyone else's. I wish people would be honest about the character instead of coddling him at his big age. Nobody coddles Claire, Chanel, or Sierra, Johnny, or even Allie. Listen, I understand that you had a problem with Theo being inserted into that shit-tastic story with your faves in it, but let's not tell blatant lies. And, like, y'all go, y'all jump through hoops, and let's be very clear, y'all call y'all faves. I'm not going to name examples, but you do. You make excuses for them every single time. Every single time someone brings up an example of your fave doing the exact same shit Theo did. Oh, well, they had this reason, they had that reason. So Theo doesn't have a reason to be upset. It's not like his family wasn't destroyed in this. All, Chanel, Chanel didn't lose nothing. Chanel got a sister that she thought was a cousin. Whoopty fucking do. Well, Theo she just, lost her mom. She still has her. That's still her mama. Theo watched his father be humiliated in the same way he was. He watched the woman he thought was his sister lose her lose her father and her brother he watched his entire family be destroyed but somehow he's not allowed to have feelings because oh he according to you he did some shady shit in the past so i guess ben shouldn't have feelings either because he's done some shady shit too since we're going there and thing is just because just because someone has done quote unquote shady shit i don't think he did but just because someone has done something in their past doesn't negate the fact that they still have feelings you don't like Theo, so you don't give a shit about his feelings. Half of y'all didn't give a damn about the Carvis to begin with. So you don't give a shit that they're, being, that they're losing something. But Theo was 100% correct. He didn't say anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't react the wrong way. He didn't say nothing out of pocket. So I'm, I'm going to need y'all to take your stand goggles off for two seconds, please. Because it's getting to the point where I'm done with this fan base. I'm at that point now. I'm done with the fan base. I it I lasted a bit longer than I expected to. I'm done with the fan base. Therefore, I'm done with the couple. I don't care anymore. Y'all do this shit too much, and you do it to the point where it you it just 
Like y'all, you just blatantly lie about shit that everybody's watching. That's the weird part. We okay, can see. Down, Grandpa. <laughs> no, let him go. See. Let him go. We can. We all watch the same things, and y'all run with this narrative because you don't like him. That's the only reason this came up. Y'all don't like him because of that terrible story. Okay, fine. You don't like a character, but don't lie. Don't say things that aren't true. Don't say things that aren't happening. That's my issue. Because y'all do this Listen, all the time. I hated Theo in that story. I hated the writing for Theo in that story. I hated how Theo was acting in that story. And even I can still sit here and say that Theo was right in this moment. He was 100% correct. And there's no way around that. Put your stand goggles down for a second and just look at the situation. Listen to the dialogue. Because y'all were saying he said shit that he didn't say. <laughs> I'm done. I'm like, no, I'm sitting in the corner to take pressure pills, man. Damn. Dylan? Yeah, that was mine too, honestly. <laughs> Here's my thing. Um, like, just say that y'all hate the and go. Truly. Truly, at this point, because some of y'all just have abandoned all logic and this plane of reality. And it would honestly just come off better to simply admit that you don't like him and therefore you will find fault with everything that he does because y'all are getting on Blue Ivy's internet and just saying shit that does not make any kind of sense. Y'all just gargle glass, truly. Damn. Once again, fuck y'all. Like every are you? Oh well. No, oh, I'm done. Mm. <laughs> I, have you? I have one. It's it's not the same one as you guys, but there's been some tweets about Lonnie and Paulina's confrontation, starting with the slap and ending with the confrontation. I respect that some fans have issues with the slap. And I understand why they do. However, fans have stated that Lonnie has no right to be mad because she's lied in the past, referring to the lie about JJ being the father of her baby. Or what does that have to do with this? Listen, not a damn thing. Not a single damn thing. It's not relevant. But they've been talking about that and saying she has no right to be mad because of her lie in the past or because of her friendship with Kristen. So let's start by breaking this down. Lonnie lied for two months and she was wrong for it. And we saw- and let's, Okay, but we, she was doing it to save JJ, JJ because yes. she thought JJ was about to kill himself. We saw how tormented she was while she was keeping the secret. Once the truth came out, she owned this and unfortunately what you're saying she also told like Eli knew he was the father and asked and she asked I know um, I'm sorry it makes no sense yeah but once the truth came out she owned it and she unfortunately lost her baby in the most tragic way as frustrating as Lonnie's friendship is with Kristen whatever Kristen has done has never been directed towards Lonnie on a personal level. Stop trying to reach all the way over there because you're not a fan of Lonnie. What Lonnie has done in the past 
or who she is friends with in the present does not invalidate her feelings or the pain she is in. These things are not comparable. That's all. P.S. Thank you, Eli Grant and Lonnie Price Grant for having some hot sex on Christmas Eve 2017. Good for Eli for being a cheating hoe that glorious day. You go, Glen Coco. Our girl was saved from the sinking ship and look at her thriving now. I'm done. So oh, damn. <laughs> How do I go after Easter? Listen, um, this has been pissing well, me off. <laughs> Okay, well, my you're watching it wrong isn't really a you're watching it wrong. It's more of a you got me fucked up. So, okay, this is not me slamming the fan. I love my dishes, but I have to address this DM I got while I was away. Hey, Michael, hope all is well, and I hope that you will be returning soon, but I do have a question. When is Soap Dish Salem Style going to be interviewing day stars like i'm not gonna address this other podcast by name the other show does and this is where i have to read you darling my name is not kenya moore you will not catch me or my co-host peddling the soap twitter zone streets begging for interviews i'm sorry it's just not gonna happen no shade to the other show but yeah and that is my, you're watching it wrong. No, nobody has anything to say. I must have said something out the window. Yeah, no, I just, I didn't I expect that. Some, I can't believe somebody actually DM'd you that. Let, let, see, this is, why, this is how I know God is working on me. Because the old Michael who started this podcast would have ranted and raved. Yeah, like. But I'm, I, I'm, I'm not, I mean, it's cool. I mean, maybe one day, but I'm just not. That's not me. I'm not going to beg nope. anyone. If the opportunity be, presents itself, we absolutely will, but we are not going to go hunting for said opportunity. Like other shows do. So, yeah. Thank you for listening, though. It was a lovely occasion. The chicken was lovely. Um, Are we at the end of the show already? We are. Oh, wow. That went by quick for me. Um... I don't have anything to say. Any final thoughts, guys? This was fun. I'm looking forward. Welcome back, Michael. Happy birthday and bring on the Salem Christmas movie. <laughs> Welcome back, Michael. Happy birthday. Happy 24th birthday, Michael. <gasps> I'm far from that. <laughs> <laughs> you tried, but failed miserably. <laughs> also, fans, oh, y'all, uh, y'all gotta stop with this revisionist history when y'all want to prove a point it's not fun it you makes... just tried to revise that i'm 24 you i didn't revise <laughs> anything but when it comes to this show and twitter just yeah. be honest about what's actually happening on screen yeah. regardless of how you feel about a character please it's tiresome this one especially about lonnie was they were doing a whole lot with having like trying to compare now how does my hold on jade you know this did a whole sim soliloquy <laughs> about lying on people <laughs> did i lie and, or and am i am i operating based on the information you've provided 
What 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 did I provide? Go ahead. Let's end this. <laughs> no, 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 because you're lying on my good name. Now, I feel like Olivia Price. Now I kind of feel where she's coming from. <laughs> bye, y'all. Bye. 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 bye y'all have a good night. That old ass man lying on my name. Like-